This is Keith Stan from Pike Spearing Outdoors, and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. We're probably going to mess up. We're going to cuss here and there. If I'm not catching anything, I might as well not be catching a muskie. Ecky Rick! We no. got weights and fish! <laughs> Mr. Green Jeans. Danny Irvin with Fishing Complete. You're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. We do drink. That's a thing. That's a humble bumble. <laughs> Hi, this is Spencer Berman from Spencer's Angling Adventures, and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. All right, got Ryan here from the Terrible Outdoorsman. Yo, 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 what up for show? Bobtastic. Jimmy Dolmich, hi. And Daniel Sun. And I like the fact that you called yourself Bobtastic. We should go with that. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's my, my Instagram. What's Bobtastic what? Collinator? Bobtastic Collinator. Yeah. I like that a lot. So we're here at Fishing Complete's open house. Just getting ready to get the doors open here pretty soon. We got the gear set up. And we're going to have some guests circling in. So. Pretty much this episode is going to be a whole lot of just interviewing a bunch of people from the Fish Complete family, yep. um, which should be fun. Having some laughs, having a good time. So Buying some shit. Yeah, we already made their day. Uh, Jimmy and I <laughs> bought some clothing we didn't need. Yeah, so. they hit their goal. What'd you buy? I bought an AFCO hoodie, which is fucking badass. Dude, where's you I didn't technically oh, buy it because he's got more he's going to be bringing out. Okay. Um, you got to go up there before they bring other yeah. people in here because it's going to yeah. go quick. Because not everybody's fat like me. I, t- I, I tell everybody to get their ass down here, but you won't hear you won't hear this in time. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> Since we're recording like three weeks in advance. So. Yeah, get down here three weeks ago. Yeah, go back in time and get your ass down here three weeks ago, okay? Get your shit together, Carol. <laughs> Sorry for any Carols that listen, but get your shit together, Carol. We could talk about time travel. We could. Let's go. we got to talk about Bigfoot This is today. just going to be a straight BS session. We're going to talk about Bigfoot. We're going to talk about aliens. I'm I'm kind of like, I didn't get the whole Bigfoot story when it came to... Um, so Greg will tell you the Bigfoot like, story. Yeah, like he's going to tell me too. Greg, I, I mean, I've seen the picture, but... He I, legitimately feels Bigfoot is real. I've seen the picture, and um, though not definitively Bigfoot, it is something. It's probably me pissing in the woods on a trail <laughs> camera. Very much could It's kind of what it looks like, but then it's like, oh, it kind of looks like Jimmy with his shirt off. Yeah, that's fair. Which it also does. looks like somebody pissing in the woods. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. But it, it's weird that he's squatting. It's, it's so awkward. <laughs> he did say they were going to go uh, Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Did anybody watch the video that Joe Rohr sent us? He sent it to all you guys? He what sent it to my personal account. What was I don't it? Know. Uh, I'm not going to say it on here. I'll have to send it to you or show it to you. It's uh, It's something. So, Joe Rohr, thanks for that, man. That was a good-ass laugh. He sent me something. I don't remember what it was. I did laugh, though. Yeah. What's the movie Shrek? He's like, and the squatters. So the front was it from that? Shrek? Dude, I didn't watch Shrek and was it from I, Shrek? I he, that I is from Shrek and I no. forget. Back when what I worked at Blockbuster for video, man. No. Yeah, it's, it's, it's make every night a movie night. We need to freshen up on our <laughs> Shrek because if we have Ken Williams on here, he'll probably quote Shrek. When like are we gonna have times. Ken Williams on? Is he coming today? He's coming today. We gotta have We're him on. Have at him least on. for a minute. Tell us to talk, tell but we need to do an episode with him. Like he, he earned that, he won that, and we need to drink that bourbon with him. He's the king of dad jokes too. Fuck He'll yeah. have dad jokes for days. Let's go. 
I he'll watched. Just, he'll just I, tell us stuff that's so off the rocker that we'll just think it's hilarious <laughs> because I'm, half the time it dude, is. I'm game. Going back to Shrek, like mm-hmm. I watched that first one, mm-hmm. and it's Eddie Murphy that plays the donkey, right? Yeah. I love Eddie Murphy, yeah. but that donkey annoys the shit out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. So I watched oh, that yeah. first one with the kids when they were little and stuff like that, and then it was like Shrek 2, 3, 4. I don't know how many Shreks are out there anymore, but I was like, oh, nope, I'm good. I love those movies, though, when they first came out. Now I'm like, eh. Maybe I've just seen them so many times. So, then, like, once you get into the third and fourth one, like, all right, you should have hung it up. Like, some, some movie series, they need to just stop. So Cars is my all-time, my all-time favorite movie. All-time Disney movie is Cars. My Lightning son McQueen. loves yeah. Cars. My, That's good. That's a my good young, one. My youngest daughter, it, well, she's 14, but every now and then she'll get on Disney Plus and just throw on some random Moana or something like that, yeah. or, or I don't know, whatever. Just some, like She still loves to watch those like, yeah. animated movies, and I'm like, what are you watching that for? You know, yeah. You're like 14. She's like 14 going on 22. You know, I am. Uh, like, like, I'll watch it. I'm like, I'll be watching it for a second, and I'm like... And then I'm sitting on the couch. Now I'm watching the yeah, whole movie. There's times I go through Disney Plus and like I'm just like, either I'm watching like Mighty Ducks, Heavyweights, like some some old ass. Uh, what's fun. what's that one? The baseball one where they're rookie oh. of the year. Rookie of the year. No, no, no. no. Well, there's that. Well, the Sandlot. They watch uh, the Sandlot a few times a year, yeah. but it's uh, League of Their Own. No, it's the one with uh, what's his name? You John. would say a League of Their Own. It's the one that's got Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Danny in. Irvin, come on. John Hedder, I think, is his name. Oh, uh, oh Benchwarmers? Yes. The ben- yeah, Benchwarmers. Benchwarmers. It's her, it's yeah. her absolute on. favorite movie. I can. You can. Danny <laughs> Irvin. Danny Irvin in the house. You can we hold like it, some, guys. We need some risers hey, for those hey. mics. You can hold the mic if you wanted to. Say we got any We got any boxes we can put that on or something? I'm sure we can find something some to raise box. it up. You raised me up. Danny, Ir- <laughs> Danny Irvin in the house. He's, in part, the of, house. he's part of our intro now. Up here, I know. I heard that. That's it's cool. a work in progress. I'm still right. tweaking it, but <laughs> it ain't great. But you can take it off that stand. You might. You might have to turn. <laughs> no, turn actually, I want you to hold that stand the whole time. It's comfortable. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, it's it like, like the shake weight. Is it perfect? <laughs> it, it, it's got a little weight to it. Eventually, you're gonna be like. <laughs> it just keeps getting lower and lower. <laughs> you're doing your uh, your weightlifting fishing, fishing rod. There you yeah. go. Yeah, the, the, your practice, the rod. Man. Hook, man. Oh. So, Danny, you went to. Did you? We started talking about earlier. Did you end up going to Woodland Lake? Or no, that's right. You lost power. Lost power. Fucking Michigan. Dude, I tell you what. Every week. The weekend before, four days, then three days this last weekend. That's stupid. Sucked. Dumb. What are you beeping over there? I'm just turning the video off. Have you been out yet? Uh, Just down to the test pond. Oh, okay. Maybe tomorrow. You haven't had the boat out yet? No. Jeez Louise. Next week. Supposed to be like 60. I know. I got two days off during the week, so boat's coming out. It's getting unwinterized. Getting ready to neutral motor in. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Yeah, just keep in mind it snows every April. I so. can fish in the snow. Yeah, you can I'm fish f- I've snow. got all the gear. I'm good with it. That's fair. I just got to get to that point where I can unwinterize my boat, and then I'm good. I have shorts and sunglasses, so I'll go with you. So yeah, sounds sounds right. So and the heater just kicked on. Hear it now. Right. <laughs> right. We're we're on location. We're gonna have background noise. Jimmy uh, Jimmy left the door open for an hour, so now it's fucking cold back here. Yeah, sorry, I had to get in and out. <laughs> Dan's always got a bitch about something. So. <laughs> always I'm just, bitching. I'm just a bitchy fellow. Hey, you are. So, Danny, what's new with you? I'm cold. Not much. <laughs> my uh, fingers hurt. Me going through a lot of my fishing stuff, going through tackles, see what I need, and I don't need nothing. <laughs> you don't need nothing. I yeah. got nothing. 
Well, uh, when we were here a couple weeks with you, you were stocking up on pintails and uh, yeah, pintails and wacky jacks, wasn't it? Yep. And then uh, I went over and seen Mama Case after that, and I got probably three times. <laughs> three times. Oh my god. She just uh, let me know that her bimini's in that she ordered, so oh, yes. I told her I'd help her try to install that thing. So. We got that. She bought a new uh, gazebo out back for her house. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's cool. I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to figure out when she wants to put that on. I know she wanted to get it on before the river, I think, is what she was talking about. But so that's cool. Bimini is probably one of the best things I put on my boat. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. been wanting to get one for mine. I just got one off Amazon. It was a couple hundred bucks, and it's nothing fancy. But like, man, I was out in the summer last year out on Kent, and it was like ninety degrees, <laughs> and no wind. <laughs> fucking technical difficulties fuck here. Happened. It kept getting lower and lower, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this thing? The um, best part was he was following it with yeah. his face. Pause for a second, and we're back. What the fuck were we talking? Back about? to your oh, regularly wow. scheduled program. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna pass out. My my I know. My head. Why did you turn the GoPro off? Oh man, (laughs) you son of a bitch. So for those who are listening, uh, Ryan's Ryan's mic fell and crashed into the table, and then Bob's just did the same thing. Yeah, maybe try to just. (laughs) I was I was trying to replicate his. uh, Maybe try to bend it like mine, like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. I gotta move over so it's not so. Uh, this is this is what you guys get for having. This is why we mics. suck. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Try to get high tech. Oh man, high tech. Right. All right, Danny. What the hell were we talking about? I don't even know now. Fucking Bimini. Oh, I was out on Kent. And it was like ninety degrees out. I had my wife and Trina and my son, and I was just dying out there, and we're casting and not even seeing any fish. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. I put up the Bimini. Got down below. And I just cracked the beer and let them fish. I just did that for like two hours. It was way more enjoyable than sitting up there even trying to fish. It was terrible. It was so it was so ungodly hot. But that bimini, I would have had to get off the water if it wasn't for the bimini. So I saved you. But. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse than being out tournament fishing where you have to be out there. Uh-huh. And it's 100 degrees. Yeah. So you can't really get a bimini for a bass boat. I guess you could. It'd look fucking goofy. No. but <laughs> no. You can't. That's some shit that I would do, though. Just the Quest canopy <laughs> and a lot of JB Weld. There you go. Good to go. Angling the legs a little bit. <laughs> yep. Ten by ten. <laughs> Just put like an umbrella, like a beach umbrella or something. Like Dude, that. our dad's got an umbrella that screws into the back of your seat, like your pedestal seat, and it comes up and like sits above you. Dude, he's got a hat that has an umbrella on it. <laughs> it's like a strap that goes around your head, and then you open it up, and it's this big ass umbrella that you wear on your head. <laughs> You'll see him across the lake. He's like the this most is umbrella cruising across the lake. You're like, he, he's oh, like the man, most anti sun guy. Though, like, he's like so afraid of like skin, skin cancer, cancer and stuff, yeah. which is good, hey, right? That's great. He puts on sunblock a ton, but like he's just like he's covered. Like the sun, he, he reminds me of the dude from Benchwarmers. <laughs> Who hides in the closet? <laughs> Speaking of bench warmers, <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that. He, uh, were we? I, the last yeah. time I fished with him, he kept lecturing me about like putting the sunblock on. Like he would throw me oh, the yeah. tube of sunblock at least every every time he puts it on. You need to put yeah. it on. <laughs> and he was like, "You don't want to get sun cancer." Like he would, he would, or skin cancer. He would go on and on about it. I got like a good lecturing and education on skin cancer. Yeah. So, well, his mom, our grandma, had yeah. skin cancer. Yeah, yeah. before she passed. But yeah, she didn't I remember pass that. from skin cancer, but she yeah. had it. But yeah, it's funny, kind of. That's how he is, yeah. though. Like. Yeah, so he's, he's got the bimini, he'll have the hat, he'll have the umbrella, and then he'll be like long clothes. He'll wear pants when it's 95 degrees out. He does not, I don't even know if he owns shorts. Yeah. No, the one day he did own shorts. We were actually, I think we were up in Winya, and it was hot as shit, 
And he's like, fuck it. He grabbed his knife and he just cuts his jean pants. <laughs> and he just like literally cuts them right above the knee. And he just like rips them off. And that's how he fished the rest of the day with some, some straight jorts. He's always yeah. good for some random... I wish he would like come on this. He wants no part of like coming on this podcast, but like he he would be a a ton of fun. He'd be a lot of laughs. He's got some stories. So Tom is uh, Tom's coming up. What? There he is. What's going on? How you doing, Mister Tom? The man, the myth, the legend. He's here. Tom Taylor in the house. I'm gonna go ahead and grab a grab a mic. Gotta get on here. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Danny we need like some risers or something. Something to put those stands on. Grab some of those molds. Hey, uh, Joe. <laughs> start st- yeah, start stacking up, up some plastic. We could use that case <laughs> those of Those molds are probably pretty heavy. Joe Rohr says he's on his way. He said he was coming. Yeah. So we got some uh, some terrible listeners coming to check out Fish Complete. So. Cool. Sounds yeah. good. Here we go. Anyway, I got my, my dad's coming up here. I think my brother might be coming. Yeah. Uh, Joe, your wife, my wife, yep. maybe. Yeah. Well, there's so quite a few fun. people coming up. Well, I We're going to pack this place. I forgot to share That's the that. plan, right? Hang on, I got to yeah. share this. So, Tom, you want to talk a little bit about what this is, what this open house is, and how long you guys been doing it? Um, I believe this is the fourth time we've done this. Um, just seems like getting together in the early spring, late winter with everybody and um, just showing them the new products that we have. And to, again, you know, just catch up with friends, old friends, old yep. fishing people. You know, it's always fun. Yeah, before that walleye run starts and everybody's on their boats. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Coming, we coming are, soon. We were hoping for uh, better weather, but it's, what, 22 degrees today. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> we'll make do. Yep. That's how we do it. So very cool. Very you're cool. you're going to hear a beep again. I'm going to start recording here. Okay. Okay. That way you're not like, what is that beeping noise, Dan? Oh Stop my beeping while my microphone's falling. Oh, my God. So many beeps. <laughs> oh, my God. Beep, beep. Uh, people will be on the river next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, Tom, uh, before be we get rolling and everybody, <clears throat> before everybody gets in here. <laughs> yeah, I'll pause this real quick. Happy, happy, happy. All right. So, everybody out. Nice to be a part with you guys. Yeah. So, we've got... Um, Greg and Tom here from Fishing Complete, and we're just going to talk real quick about we've uh, officially um, kind of partnered up with them. They're going to sponsor the show, so we appreciate that, guys. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, It's our first sponsorship of the show, um, and we couldn't have picked a better company, better group of guys to to team up with. So um, I'm I'm excited um, to see what this year holds for not just us, but for you guys, too, what we can help uh, for your brand. Um, but I think it's going to be a ton of fun getting everybody together. So would any, anybody else got thoughts or you guys got anything to say? Oh, I, I think so, too. I think it'll be great going through the summer, seeing what we can we can do and have fun with. and How much trouble we can get into. That's, yeah, that that's what it's all about, Terrible right? things we can. Terrible things. <laughs> yeah. You just wait. We'll show I'm ready. You. you just jinx yourself. See if we can get this terrible <laughs> torpedo yeah, made yeah, up yeah. over the summer. You partner with this, with this band of hooligans, it's, 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 you're bound to have some terrible stories. Hooligans? You, you guys, said we aren't either, too. They're so. the first ones because nobody else would. You guys say the word and baby Bigfoot shows up, all right? Oh, you guys there you go. Oh, yeah. Too cold. Too cold. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He said, I'll shoot that son of a bitch. Dan, Jimmy, what are your guys' thoughts about this? No, we think it's, I mean, I, I think it's great. I think uh, I, I'm super excited about this. I think we're, uh, we're going to go in a really good direction with, uh, 
you know, the partnership and you know, it's going to be a lot of uh, op- new opportunities for me to kind of experience the outdoors in a new way. And I think it'll be uh, really cool. So yeah, we gotta get Thank you that five pounder this year. Hey, yes, I was certainly. close the other day. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm almost there. That's debatable, but okay. I wasn't there, but I was close. <laughs> Wish yeah. I had a damn he was only scale. like halfway there, but you're good. It wasn't maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, Jimmy. It is pretty cool. Um, I've you know I've had the wacky rig, uh, the wacky tube in in my kit for a couple of years now. So to find out that it's a Michigan company and now we're partnered with them is just awesome. So I've been using that for years, and it's pretty. I'm pretty stoked to now be a part of that. So yeah, yeah. We said uh, from day one, anybody that we wanted to team up with we wanted to be a michigan-based company and you know we're super local to us i'm losing my mic again <laughs> god damn we suck um but yeah got it that time I, I i just can't think of a better a better company to team up with god we are there might be three thinking this whole thing <laughs> we can't get our mics to stay up all right so um, any other thoughts guys i know just coming sorry to it uh I know a couple of you uh, want to do tournaments. We'll discuss yep. that today. Bob and I, uh, we Bob, definitely yeah. want to do some tournaments. We've talked about it. that's well. That's his bold prediction, but uh, I've we've we've, we've, we've talked about it for years. So oh, I'm game. <laughs> What's happening? The audio is terrible. <laughs> yeah. The audio is going to be terrible in this episode. This yeah. is just just a disclaimer for anybody that's going to listen. I think to this I think you should hold your microphone. <laughs> I'm going to hold it like this. <laughs> just, just undo the whole thing. Just yeah, just couple. Yeah, we uh, we just, definitely want to do some really tournament fishing. Um, you can just about get a tournament any day of the week. Yeah, morning, yeah. night. I know. I still got. Yeah. To, I got to get with Dan from the American Bass Club. I know we, mm-hmm. we were going to have him yeah. on, and so we've got a few other avenues to go. We want to get into maybe a musky tournament, um, some bass tournaments. So I, yeah, ideally yeah. my thought process behind it is to get at least one musky tournament in and then, you know, you can do the local bass stuff, you know, all over the place. So, yeah. um, I just, I, I like to compete. That's kind of my, mm. that's, I, I compete when we're fishing together just mm. on a normal day on a Sunday. <laughs> we always have a side bet. Yeah. First yeah. fish, biggest oh, fish. Yeah. Like, There's always just, yeah. that's, my son that's what makes it fun. Dollar, you know? dollar first fish, dollar oh, yeah. big fish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a pretty competitive person. But, yeah. Um, well, every year we go on this trip up in Alpena and we have like 30 guys and everybody throws in like 10 bucks for the biggest fish. What turns into like, it gets pretty serious. Like there's, we're measuring pike and like we're pinching tails and like <laughs> we have one person that measures all the fish to keep it all legit. Like it's Z turned into a measure, really, yeah. um, like pretty intense thing and it's only a couple hundred bucks on the line, but it's just fun to compete and razz each other and, Oh, but yeah. yeah, we're uh, you know we're definitely in. So you know what's crazy about that trip is that I'm one of the OGs. I've been going since I was five years old, so about oh, about 35 years, <laughs> other than my my military time. But I've never won the bet. I've caught, I have caught some of the biggest fish on that lake, yep. but I've never actually won the bet because the, the bet has some parameters. It starts on a you know Thursday when, evening, when everybody gets there. When everybody gets there, and then it ends Sunday night. And like it'll be Thursday morning, or, or it's like Wednesday evening because we yeah. used to go out for the full week. So like Wednesday yeah. evening, you know, I bought one of the biggest fish, and we'd go pre-fish it and catch we, all the big pre- fish, and then and, that, yeah. and then That's lose the bet. Yeah, as, soon, as soon as the tournament's on, it's like you guys are pretty notorious too slacking. for partying a little hard as soon as you get there, and then well, not hitting it in the morning when I don't uh, uh, we're that. pretty notorious for partying hard <laughs> the whole time. Like once yeah. everybody gets there, before that, like we don't even yeah. really drink that much because we're so tired because we yeah. fished all day. We we honestly don't drink that much before everybody gets there because it's just him and I and. 
You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're fishing until dark, and we're whooped by the time we cook dinner. So. Although there are, there are some videos out there of just me and him at fishing camp, and we're both like that. So the, the one of me like like <laughs> to oh, yeah. kickstart your heart, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was one of the nights we got, picked it up. We've got a pretty good handful of videos of some shenanigans. Yeah, that's that's a fun trip, but yeah, definitely uh, want to get into the tournament. So, and you guys have that experience, mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna pick your brain a little bit, of course. So. But yeah. no, but speaking about the uh, speaking about the the sponsorship partnership thing, uh, you know, I think that the the sponsorship is awesome because it's it's mutually beneficial for both of us, yes. you know, as far as the businesses are concerned. But I'm most looking forward to the partnership, to like being able to, you know, exp- go through these different experiences with yep. with this group. It is an awesome group of people, and you know, being able to go out and do different tournaments or do shows or do whatever it might be, like it's just I think it's it's just gonna be yep. a, a good thing overall. So well, the connections we've made in the fishing community in the couple months we've just been around you guys have been huge. Um and just great for us to get into. Right. Yeah. And ide- ideally for an outdoorsman, for somebody for people that yeah. fish and hunt and stuff a lot to be around the like minded people, it's like we have a lot to talk about. You yeah. know what I'm we saying? Do. Like, oh, yeah. it's not like hanging out with your, a lot your of other fun buddies. Stories, a lot of memories. Yeah, it's always fun. I a lot mean, of terrible yeah. stories. <laughs> you know, likewise, uh, we see what you guys are bringing to the table for us. Um, and it's helped building our community and our family. Yep. And it's enjoyable to meet new people. Yep. And every new person that you put in your boat is going to teach you something. Yep. I'm sure you guys have. Even if it's what not to do, that. like Jimmy does. Exactly. Yeah, I've taught them a lot of stuff so far. So. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the best things is for our listeners, um, you guys have provided us with a promo code to the website. Mm-hmm. So code TERRIBLE, all capital letters, um, just the word terrible, and you get 20% off your entire order. 20% is huge. I mean, um, stock up on those pintail worms, wacky tools, 20%. So it's going to exclude the Miller Tech batteries and RS nets, but otherwise right. all the other lures and um, gear and stuff that's on there, 20%, that's, that's pretty huge if you're stocking up for the season. So I appreciate that. That's awesome, um, especially for the listeners who can stock up for the season, save 20% nowadays. Like. I w- with everything else going up and we can we can save you a little bit of money that's awesome i wish musky shop would do that <laughs> yeah i know right yeah <laughs> that would, that would we just those are a lot more expensive we need fishing complete to carry some musky lure <laughs> you know we are working on that so yeah. the terrible yeah. torpedo terrible yeah. torpedo yeah, well, just gonna mention i know we got i know we've got some musky listeners because we've done quite a few musky episodes so if we get musky lures in there and throw throw a discount that way like i guarantee you'll have some some prices coming at you so it should be cool but all right. Awesome. Well, anything else, guys? No, enjoy yourself today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. If you need yeah. anything, sorry I didn't bring beer, but yeah, we did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those stupid insurance people kind of hold me back. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. We can still see well, them. We know it'll be fun. We're going to see a lot of people, so we're yeah. going to, oh, yeah. you know, we're going to record. Um, off and on throughout the day, we're going to bring. I know we got Mike Borovic coming. I think Dom said he was coming, right? Yep. So um, we'll have Jerry here. We're going to rotate in and bring people in and just have some fun conversations with them. And Sounds should be good. a cool episode. So appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Tastes like beer. All right. We're here with uh, Josh and Greg Cohen. What's How up, you guys? Doing? How you doing? Good. Good. So we're back. So, um, Josh, first time on? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, Josh Cullen. Uh, my buddies call me Woodbooger. Woodbooger. Wood 
Okay, I got I got to hear that. What's that all about? Uh, just because I've known the same group of friends since like second grade, and uh, we've all kind of have different pasts, and mine involves the woods and water. So they nicknamed me Woodbooger. And got me a custom also head. a nickname for Bigfoot too. <laughs> yep. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. In certain parts of the country. No, we are hearing all sorts of names for things. For uh, the people up in Wisconsin last week in the episode. Oh, yeah. Duders. Some duders. Yeah, instead of Googans, it's uh, duders. Duders. Now duders. you got some wood boogers. Yeah, wood boogers. Okay. okay. I like wood booger. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Just booger yeah. for short. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Booger. booger. Um, <laughs> Josh is now known as booger. Call him boog. Wood boog. Wood boog. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Greg, I, we got to know. We got to know the full story of, of Bigfoot. Let's go. Where's squashing. your passion for Bigfoot come from? I don't think we've actually oh, broke geez. this down. For big, I've been. Let's talk Bigfoot. I've been watching Bigfoot shows this since. Fucking hats says Woodbooger. Yeah, just notice that. Yeah. I just noticed that. Well, I've been, since I was a little kid, I've been watching all the shows and the Patterson film. I don't know if anyone's seen that. That's like uh, the one in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Okay. Where they uh, two horseback riders got a good video one, and, and uh, I think that's what started me liking Bigfoot. And then we've had some stuff happen up north to us at our hunting camp, and you know, it's just been my whole life just about. I don't know. I'm just a yeah. believer. Just a believer. Yeah. Okay. I'm a skeptic. I think they were bobcats. They were bobcats. <laughs> yeah. Those are big ass bobcats. <laughs> What, that are and why are bobcats walking yeah, on their hind legs? That's uh, <laughs> why are they seven feet tall? Yeah, <laughs> no, right. making the noise at hunting camp. I thought they were just bobcats because so, you know how cats sound. So what? What are what's some of the stuff you've heard or seen at the hunting camp? Well, when we were all sitting around the fire, about six of us, one night, and and I decided I'm going to do a Bigfoot call. So I Which did is it. what? Can you do the call for us? <laughs> no, 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 I'd scare everybody. I'd probably, you have to. Everybody would just go, what the hell's going on if I did that? But uh, we were sitting around there, and uh, I said that. We all had guns. We were up there coyote hunting and stuff. and So I made a Bigfoot call about 10 seconds later. It sounded like we heard a tree knock. And it's like... You heard it too, right? I heard something. Yeah, he heard something. <laughs> heard so something. They, they start grabbing their guns a little bit tighter. And so, you know, about 45 minutes later, we were still around the cat fang empire. And I said, I'm going to do another call. And then all of a sudden, about 10 seconds later, it sounded like something pushed over an old rotten log or stump or something real loud. A couple of guys went in the trailer after that. Couple guys ran behind the pickup truck, pointing their guns that way. And they were kind of scared. I'm sitting back. I'm like, "Yeah, this is cool," you know. And everybody got kind of freaked out about that. And then we we're up there in January, and nobody's been up there since November hunting season. And Josh, at his blind, he threw out an apple and an orange on the ground after hunting, and he just left it there. And we go up in January. Hunting season was November. Nobody was up there. We found his orange. Granted, his blind's about 300 yards away from our trailer. We found his, that orange 50 feet from our trailer, stuck seven foot up in a crotch of a tree. No teeth marks, untouched, and it was just sitting up there. You know, so it's like something had to grab it and put it up there. Was it peeled? No. no, no <laughs> untouched. I seen it. Untouched. I did see it. He did see it, and no one was back there from November to January. So okay. it was it's kind private of weird. property. Yeah, I, okay. I think we're just so quick to like dismiss it as anything yeah. else that we don't even th- take it and we don't even think of it as a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Where, do, where do you guys hunt at? Like, what's part of Michigan? Uh, a little Can. bit north of Mayo and Cummins, Michigan. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> What'd you say, Canton? Canton. Right on behind you. Right on back. There's a few Bigfoots around here, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah we drive like, through that area. Wow. Yeah. Bigfoot mm-hmm. country. Okay. Have, yeah, you ever, have you ever seen that show, Missing 411, on Amazon? No, it's I've missing. Never seen that one. Missing four one one, the hunted. I think, and what it is is it's like a bunch of stories of these people that go out on federal land, uh-huh. and some of it like they never really tell you like what's happening with it. Like you never really know if it's aliens or whatever, but or if it's Bigfoot. And there was something out in like the Sierra Nevadas where these guys went out, and um, they they were out on horseback. And they, they had to go back five ten miles on horseback and then get back there. Yeah. They had this little wooden camp or like they're like like trees that are set up. And that's their hunting camp. And uh, at night, same kind of thing. Like it sounded like a couple of them, whatever really? it was. Yeah. And it, like they have the audio of it. And I'm, I'm I think I I told you about it. I told you to listen to it. I, it I like, watched the whole thing. And it was, it, like it would make the hair stand up on your yeah, neck. Like there's yeah. nothing there's nothing out there that can make a noise like that. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. So yeah. I I I'm not gonna say that I'm a believer, uh, but I'm not I'm also not gonna say that I'm a skeptic about right. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm open minded. I'm the same way. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm open minded. Like I've I have heard and seen some weird shit in the woods. Oh man. I'm telling you oh, yeah. stuff you can't explain. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And things that have happened that you just don't explain, like how the fuck that happened. This doesn't make right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, or what the heck makes that kind of noise? Yeah. You know, or uh-huh. I have a feeling that when they're out there, you know, sitting around the campfire and stuff, I think he's just hiding some shrooms and their drinks and stuff. <laughs> and well, there was going, a couple. And then just yeah. going in the woods. A couple going. beers around there. No, he's no, admitted he wants to get into the, the ayahuasca f- through his native roots. He's, he's <laughs> in the woods just going, snore. <laughs> 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 What's in the background? Is that the Bigfoot call? <laughs> that's the Bigfoot. That's the baby Bigfoot call. Yeah, that's snore. kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you that's funny See, I, I wouldn't say I'm a believer either but like I've never been proven wrong so like I'm not going to say anything doesn't exist right. until yeah. you've got proof it doesn't exist right? But, it, but then again you have thermal optics drones you have cell phone cameras yeah. motion sensors you have the whole nine yards so what you're saying right, is they're right. just the hide and seek champion of the world right. they gotta be yeah so See, my, my vision of Bigfoot it's like a transparent entity it's well, like you go, you know, you can like see it, but then you can't, but then you can like, you can sense that it's there. Like something, yeah. something somewhere is around. But yeah, my, one of my then, favorite then, movies as a kid was Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, it, it's like, like when I take a shower, that's what that shower looks like. The pool look like. In, in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I must say though, out of, out of everybody that I've ever met, you have the best mustache <laughs> out of anyone I've ever met in my life, and you it, it fits perfect. I wish I could grow my mustache. <laughs> Thanks. Like wish everybody could see it, Yeah. He compares himself to Sam Elliott. There you go. Yeah. It is very Sam Elliott-esque. Yeah, you... I could I could see that for sure in your Facebook posts and your demeanor, the mustache. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, you are Sam Elliott for sure. The fishing complete of of Sam Elliott's. That's fun. So this is going to be a little random. Okay. But um, we have a little something for you on behalf of the terrible outdoorsman. You want to hand it to him, Jimmy? It's a silicone jar opener that we saw. Just happened to see it, and we said, "Oh wow, oh, we got to have that for Greg." Really cool. I like that. Drink till so, you believe. <laughs> it's a it's a silicone jar opener. It's that's got awesome. Bigfoot uh, with 
the state outline of Michigan behind it and it says, drink till you believe, and Bigfoot's holding a case of beer. That's so. true. That's what my dad thinks. So we bought a couple of them for you, so oh, you guys great. can That's really cool, around, guys. So. Thanks a lot. That's funny. I love all yeah, my we, big stuff, Bigfoot stuff. We, uh, we saw that. Yeah, we saw that, and we were like, we, we got to pick it up, even though it's the most random thing in the world, but... <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's one of those things you had to have it and you didn't know that you wanted it. That's so. really it's cool. funny. Now I see Bigfoot stuff and I think Greg I instantly. Greg, I'm like, I oh, Greg would love that. Yep. Facebook yep. pictures or texts with yeah. Bigfoot in them next For to sure. him next Well, to yeah, it. I went down to Nashville at that trade show <laughs> yeah. and I got a picture of uh, oh, yeah, the, the Jack, Jack Links guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's with the trail cam, the trail cam photo? Trail cam photo? The one that's on your uh, your desktop here. You know, we, we uh, left the trail cam out for a while and then we go collect the SD cards and that picture was actually from 2014 me and my other son where Jason were going through a bunch of SD cards and he happened to notice it and so I'm looking he brings me in and I'm looking and I zoom in on it I lighten it up and I'm like holy shit this looks like a Bigfoot and compared to a deer next to that tree in a previous picture this thing's got to be eight nine foot tall the figure that's there yeah you know, and, and it is really weird. And it was in the middle of 320-acre private property, middle of the night sometime. Yep. You know, so it's like, who's going to be back there? Right. It's you something. Yeah. What, it, what it is? It's weird. What well, blows my mind is it has a beer belly. And <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It does. It's a beer belly Bigfoot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, looks like baby Bigfoot. Yeah, just a lot taller. It's got something. <laughs> but yeah, that's, his, that's, a, that's a real. I've had a couple, uh, you know, guys that have uh, done a lot of Bigfoot shows, and one of the producers of Monster Quest, he looked at it and he said, "That's a real good trail cam picture." Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Pretty much as he thinks is a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever done like any like professional? Squatching or anything like that? No, but I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. I'd love to do that sometime. They do have, like, a Bigfoot Research Organization has groups mm-hmm. that go out and you pay, I don't know, four or 500 bucks, and you go with them to a certain part of the country, and you go with a group, and you, they go do that, yeah. you know, in certain hotspot areas. So. That'd be cool to do. Yeah, I mean, the be. shit you'd see out there would be would be cool, yeah. even if you yeah, didn't see exactly. a Bigfoot. But. I was... Uh, I was hunting in the UP one time at uh, Sydney National Wildlife Refuge in Curtis, Michigan, and past a certain point, there's no motorized vehicles, and it was just a group of four of us, and all of a sudden, we see five people in Hunter's Orange with no guns or nothing, and they walked up to us, and they were looking for Bigfoot. I think they were familiar. From... Like there was actually like some kind of sighting or something up there at some point. I see the sighting. I saw the sign. Open the eyes. I saw the sign. How do I mute him? But mute, that mute uh, him. county we're in up north in our hunting camp is uh, Oscoda County, and if you look, that's been uh, one county with the most sightings in Michigan. That oh, people shit. have reported. Wow. I just yeah. wonder if it's like one guy out there just messing with everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or if it's, <laughs> or if it's, like, there's got to be something to it. There's something. To if it. There's, there's some research organizations. There's got to be something to yeah. it, right? Well, and then you know, got a little bit off the subject. Well, not not off the subject, but Indians have been putting them on their pictographs on the cave walls and different things and legends passed down throughout the years. Yeah, from the Indians, you know, to their next to. Next to Ken, and uh, so you know what they evidently yep. think there's something there too. I think yeah. so. Yep. 
It's like aliens. You can't yeah. tell me like they're not we're the only ones out there. Right. You can't tell me yeah. there's not some creatures that the you know nobody's been able to identify or discover. Yeah. It's a big world out there. There's so, a lot of freaking let's, people, but so let's, I, let's, let's dive down that rabbit hole. I yeah. kind of <laughs> had a story that I, I kind of started talk, talking about like way yeah. earlier into this podcast, and it got shot down real quick. But now's a good time to tell it. <laughs> I was with. Uh, we shot it down, so that was a great time. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was hunting with my buddy Greg, and we, my, my spot is right next to like a big, it just comes down into a big swamp. It's literally a giant bowl to the left of my tree stand. You told this story. Did I, a long time ago, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were tracking a deer in that direction, and I seen something big running, and it was running fast. And I wasn't able to quickly see what it was, but it was big, and it was fast, and it was bigger than a deer. So I'm not saying it was Bigfoot, but... It, it You're was, saying it was Bigfoot. It was yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. It's not sure. aliens, but it's so, aliens. I'm not yeah. saying it's aliens, but it was aliens. It's pretty spooky. Yeah, I, tr- I think everybody's got those stories of where they saw some weird shit out in the woods, heard yeah. something weird. Um, I mean, right. there's times I've been in the tree stand, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, we, <laughs> like, that wasn't a squirrel. That wasn't a deer. Like, good Lord. I've, I've had some times where I'm like, I'm out of here, dude. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. I, I'm, really? I'm done. I'm getting out well, of here. Yeah. We used to hunt in the UP, too, and like, yeah. there was this long, like, trail we'd walk and it was a long ass walk and like we we always sit till like pitch dark because we're idiots right um and then but you always had the longest walk i mean it was probably three quarters of a mile walk down this long trail and it's just like this tunnel it's probably what eight feet wide six feet wide maybe and it's just thick woods on each side and all of a sudden like you're walking like you start hearing shit behind you and you're like all of a sudden you're picking up your pace like and there's times where like, you're like, spooky. get me out of here. Yeah. There's been times where I've like I've been in a tree stand or I'm in a blind or whatever it is, and or just sitting on a stump in the UP somewhere, and then I'll hear like some crashing through the woods. And you know it's not a whitetail. Like there's oh, no yeah. way. I mean, it could be bear. It could be a lot of different things. But I mean, it's just but it raising could hell. Be yeah. Bigfoot, and it's like. <laughs> Or, or you'll hear it. you'll hear it's like you'll hear like footsteps or something like that where it sounds almost like a human walking, but it's like really bipedal. loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah bipedal, where mm-hmm. you can tell in most deer you're not ever going to hear them come up on you, you know. Yeah. So you're like definitely something to it. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm yeah, you, you hear these loud <laughs> sounds. You're like, here. oh, that's got to be a deer. And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of deer walk through the woods and they don't make a fucking sound. Yeah. They're like ninjas. Yeah. But all, of a, but you think those. No, that that squirrel that's crashing through the woods. Oh, like, I know. Oh, that's a that's a deer. Nope, just, those just, deer are going to sneak up on you every time. Wait until you're walking back at night, and then you just hear the sound of somebody running up and down a flight of stairs. Then you know you're in some real oh, shit. Oh, the staircase oh, like in the, the woods. Staircase in the woods. Yeah, yeah. staircase in the woods. You heard, have you heard about the staircase in the no, woods? No, no, never heard. Oh, about that. Let us hear it, Bob. Bob, let's go. <laughs> this is it. your moment to shine. The staircase in the woods. Yeah. I came I came across that on TikTok, so take it for what it's worth. But when I started like researching it, you because know, I'm like, what, what the hell is this? And there's a guy that I followed on TikTok that was like into like conspiracies and aliens and, and you know all the shit going on in Antarctica and all these different things. And they started. He talked about the staircase of woods and what it was was like a uh, it was a forest ranger and it was a forest ranger had posted a thread on Reddit. And it was like, I'm a U.S. forest ranger, and I have stories to tell. That's like the, the headline of the of the Reddit thread. And anyway, he goes into the story about how in his training, he was going through the woods, doing whatever he was doing, and he came across this staircase in the middle of the woods. And um, 
didn't mess with it or anything like that, came back and told like a supervisor about it. And the supervisor was like very hush hush about it and said, stay away from it. Just don't go anywhere near it. They're out here. Just don't, don't go near it. And he's like, what the hell is going on? So some time goes by and, um, you know, they have a missing person or something. So they have to go out there and do like a search and rescue type mission with that. They go out there and I think it was a kid. Um, a child went missing and like the child went missing and it was like 30 minutes from the time that the child went missing to the time that the, the parents like had reported it or something like that, or just maybe not long at all. And, uh, so they immediately got on the track and they got on the track with, with hounds and it was like they grid, they like grid squared off. So it was like, almost like the dogs would pick up the scent and then all of a sudden like a hundred meters would go by they couldn't pick up a scent anymore and then they would pick it up again it was weird it kept skipping through the grid and then eventually they found this kid at the base of the st- of the staircase in the middle of the woods and the kid had like a drop of blood coming from his nose and and the, and the kid had had passed away so kind of fast forward he they take they you know take the kid out of there and they send it to the county well the county um, a county sheriff was a good friend of his and contacted him and said, hey, normally they don't follow up on like the autopsy stuff or whatever it might be, but they did an autopsy and he had like some kind of crazy um, like internal organs were like every, like nothing else wrong with the kid, but the internal organs had very specific like cylindrical type uh, chunks taken out of it. Like, oh, like looked like Swiss cheese on the inside. It was very meticulous, but he goes into this long explanation about it. And this is just one staircase in the woods. And then like, as I started to dive down that rabbit hole, like if you were to put into TikTok, just hashtag staircase in the woods, you're going to come up with thousands of videos. If you just Google it, you're going to come up with thousands of articles. Like it's a real thing. I'd never heard about it until that point. And like as I started researching, I'm like, I've never seen. I've traveled. I've traveled a lot of national forests, Hiawatha National Forest. We've been, we've been backing some stuff. I've never seen a staircase, but I swear to God, if I ever see one, I'm not going anywhere near it. And they're saying there's more than one. Yeah, there's, there, there's these staircases that like that are you know pop up or whatever. There's some theories behind it. I don't want to huh. get like there's some theories of like a dimensional type thing, like or, a like, portal, portal or portal something, dimensional yeah. type thing. But um, there's there's a couple different stories I listened to where a person saw the staircase and they climbed up it and um, felt kind of weird as soon as they started to climb up it. And by the time when they got to the top of it, dude had an aneurysm and died. Wow, wow. Um, that's crazy. And there was another one where. Um, a person lost their hand, you know, like when they grabbed onto the stairs, they lost their hand type thing. And like, just some really crazy stuff out there. And really? Yeah. I just find it interesting. Like, I don't know, like it's, it's the kind of stuff that you can't, it, right. And yeah. it, well, it's, it's the kind of stuff that you can't really make up. You know what I'm saying? Right, like yeah, making it shit. up would be too far fetched. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like who, who has that kind of imagination that can come up with these detailed stories? And they tell it with conviction, you know. They, yeah. they tell these stories like they firmly believe in these, you know, this phenomenon. But I'm, I'm super interested. In, yeah, like, right. I'm not I'm not out there searching for staircases in the woods, but I think it's interesting. Yeah, you should. It's uh, pretty wild. That's just one of them. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I like to, I like all that stuff. I get into the UFO stuff world. and uh, I get into the UFO stuff, the Sasquatch stuff, the yeah. the people living inside the earth stuff, like you name it. Like I'm I'm interested in all of it. The dimensional stuff is crazy to me too. Yeah. Like, That's wild. You know. There has got to be something else out there. Yeah. You know? There's gotta be. There can't we're, we're 
the universe is just too big for us to just be the only ones here. You know, that just blows my mind. So, yeah. the hell's going on over here? Sure does. <laughs> well, I think I think that we think of like the the world, universe, and, and things as we see it. Yeah, is a is a very you know three dimensional plane. Yeah. You know, and there's uh, there's um, physicists and in theoretical physicists out there that that believe that there's upwards of around thirteen different dimensions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you think about this stuff, like, it could explain a lot of the different weird phenomenons that happen. Think about deja vu. Right? Bob, Bob loves his controversy. Think about <laughs> he is in his element right now. Right. The the one th- th- well, think about deja vu. Like, we've all experienced it. Right? The one in Ipsy? What about deja vu? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but what about deja vu? Oh, we talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah. No, but for real, like, think about it. Like, you, you, you experience something, you're like, I've been here before, I've done this before. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I've had them. And, and when you when you get into theory and things like that, or you get into philosophy, or not philosophy, but you get into like theoretical physics and those kind of things, you start to dive down that that rabbit hole. You're like, it, when it comes to space and time and things like that, you think about time. Time is like we think it, of it linear, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like it, what happened yesterday, what's happening tomorrow, those kind of things. But how what, what about things deep. happening all He's at the same deep. time? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's some. You, you can dive into this stuff. I read a lot. And I, yeah. I get into this kind of stuff. So listen to a lot of crazy podcasts. Yeah, we're gonna head to Blind Frog Ranch and Skin Skinwalker. Oh, Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch! I've man. heard about that Skinwalker Ranch. I've yet to watch it. Dude, it's crazy. It. It's insane, yeah. man. Yeah. We need yeah. a whole episode on this. Agreed. I told you guys I'll let him have one episode talk whatever the hell you guys want. I'll just sit back, <laughs> we need muted, a, you guys go. We need I got to prepare for it. I'm like, I'm, I'm That'll be like the highest right listened yeah. one. It would be, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, figures. We need like a secondary, like Terrible Outdoorsman series, kind of like, you know, like like Meat Eater's Bear Grease or something like or that. It's supernatural. Just our, just, it's just our little... The terrible Supernatural. Yeah. What? Terrible Outdoorsman Supernatural. <laughs> I mean, if, if you think about it, like like he was talking about like the pictographs and things like that coming from, you know, like, like stories and things like that that get passed down through generations. And now we're just very high tech in our society and civilization where we're at right now. So like information is just more readily available. Like we can, people share the, these stories all the time. So it's just more readily available. If you think about it, 10 years ago, we weren't talking about any of this stuff. It didn't interest yeah. hardly anybody. Right. right? It was a very small click of people that were like into the little things. Yeah. We call them all crazy. Now it's everywhere. Now right? the internet The happened. alien thing is everywhere. Yeah, yeah now the internet happened. Right. Yeah. Social these vid- media these videos are everywhere. So like the, as like, Technology progresses like the the, the word the, like that that the, these theories are just being spread further and further, yep. and but they've always been you know what I'm saying like they this is from the beginning of time that yeah. there's been all these different uh, yeah. things I yeah I got some stuff all then we got <laughs> guys then we got guys like Joe Rohr that's driving through Flint and sees a casket with a body hanging out of the casket he loves that story man. I love that story so much <laughs> it for is some reason. wild it's so wild so Joe. <laughs> Joe's one of our listeners, and he uh, he was telling us that he was in Flint delivering some product, and um, he like drove past this hearse, and the hearse had like the back door open, and the casket was hanging out of the back door of the hearse, and like the body was like on the ground and shit. Are you like, kidding? What the hell? Someone took, took that body? turn a little too yeah. sharp. It was like the body Holy came out of the cow. casket. It's like what the. Frick, man. That is crazy. I love that story for some reason. It's just... Yeah. Could, you imagine, could you imagine the discount that they got after that, though? Because that's oh, not... Oh, my God. 
Like, that's yeah. how I want to go. Like, just, that's you know, funny. saving money everywhere. You know? <laughs> Throw me out of a casket <laughs> in Flint. <laughs> oh, my God. That's best case scenario for yeah. me, I think. So on, uh, on that, all right, I'm just gonna throw one more thing. Oh, sorry, out here. I didn't mean to I'm do gonna that. throw one oh, more thing God. out here in like a. <laughs> do I need the center button on him? In a, in a theoretical type standpoint here, what happens when you die? See, that's Ooh, they just nobody knows. About this. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody right? knows. So if we think that we can actually explain everything that happens in our in our world in our universe, what the main thing that we cannot explain is what happens when we die. Nobody can. Right. So yeah. how can how can you discount Bigfoot? How could you discount aliens? How could you discount yeah. dimensions? How could you discount anything? It's true. We don't know shit. No. We so, are a dumb species. Like what's your term? Hell. <laughs> so they're doing studies on that yeah. actually, and that's very interesting. Um, so <laughs> it just got muted. <laughs> so apparently. <laughs> the brain releases a, a chemical compound, you know, so like it's it's, it's equivalent to uh, you know, not not that I'm condoning it. It's like a hallucinogen. It's, it's, it's called DMT. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, when when people pass away, their brain releases that. Yeah. So it's kind of like what they're saying now is that they're finding evidence that it like I don't know how they're finding evidence to this, but um, apparently, like it's like opening a doorway for your soul to slip into and that things don't actually come to a complete end. So they're, right, they're right. actually going to be... We don't, but we don't necessarily... Be, don't. Like it, to that point, like that can be studied, right? The DMT being released as you in your dying moments, right? That's where you get that out-of-body experience yep. and things like that because you're basically tripping as, you, as you're going out, right? Yep. But... Beyond that point, what happens? What happens for the next however much time? Is time even like relevant? Y'all are getting point? way too deep for me. Like <laughs> that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I just oh like God. to think that I'm going to be out there partying and fishing with Jesus. That, that's yeah. that's how you it is. End it's going to be for me at the base of the stairway. <laughs> Jesus in the regrets dying. For you. <laughs> oh my God! It's me and Jesus up there. He's going snores. Can we wrap like, up the uh, theoretics now. I like your style. Jesus, I like your style. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm into cool. it, man. I'm into well, it. Well, 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 hopefully it wasn't too random for you, the, uh, no. the jar openers. <laughs> yeah, this was cool. <laughs> That's random. I, I yeah. really enjoyed you this one. I got to talk about what Bigfoot I finally. believed in you know, all my life. And, yeah. You know, and hopefully I'd see one one day. That's my goal. Yeah. Here. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh my God. Here goes Cover a baby Cover goes shirt. shirt. I just seen a baby big yeah. So uh so Josh, you've been listening to the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. What's your thoughts on it? I like it. I like the terrible story aspect. Yeah. I think. Because everyone has a terrible story. Everybody does, right? Well, That's the thing that we find like dozens. Everybody's got that. a story where something goes wrong. I Everything. Yeah. So I got a few. I'd like to You got you got a story to tell? Quick ones. Let's go. Yeah. Uh so I'll let you guys pick which one I tell. They're real short. Just tell them uh, both. All right. So this happened way back when, so statute of limitations probably is all right. Um, uh oh. I was up smallmouth fit, fishing. Do not in, incriminate uh, yourself. Boy with uh, some, the crew. I used to work at Subway, so I was working with the crew. And my manager had a daughter. She was just playing in the sand, and next thing you know, I turn over and I, I see a pig. And I've always hated pigs razorbacks, hogs, feral pigs. And I'm like, this is a feral pig. You're allowed to shoot them without a small game license. They're just open season. So I had a bow in my truck, and I went and grabbed my bow. And 
I don't know if it was digging for truffles, but it was stomping its feet, snorting at the little girl. If you shot the kid, there's no statute of limitations for that. <laughs> no, I shot the pig. <laughs> so long story short, I shot the pig, and I, I seen a collar on it. <laughs> and I took off the collar and what? I drug it in the woods, and I didn't see anything, but it was acting aggressive, and it was loose, and... You know, chasing that little girl or something. The collar was yeah. black. It didn't have any metal hanging off it. Nothing. I couldn't see any tags. So, so not like a collar, like a like a DNR collar. This is this is like a collar, like a pet. pet. Yeah, like yeah. A, this is somebody's pet pig. And I drug it off into the woods, and I left it there. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're getting a knock the next day later. It's raining, and she, then all of a sudden. Missing pig signs started popping up. Oh, my God. And it ended up being a ladies down the street pig. And I didn't say anything, but I just look off into the woods and I see turkey buzzards surrounded it. So I had some regret with that. (laughs) Then the next story is uh, again. So So wait, wait, wait. So (laughs) (laughs) I just was trigger happy on on pigs. I don't don't know. I don't know if we can just like completely go past that. What did it taste like? I didn't. I didn't. End you didn't up, go get I it and butcher it up. I couldn't. I couldn't just yeah, clean it. That'd be tough. But I felt bad. But what's done was done. I thought I was yeah. protecting a, a kid, and I wanted to shoot a pig. There you go. <laughs> that was a mistake. Well, right? thanks for uh, thanks for bumming me out here. Uh, <laughs> thought we were gonna get like a bacon. I wanted ham. I thought we were gonna get a nice pork recipe or something. So, and then uh, another one. I was assistant manager at Subway, and I went trout fishing, and. It was a very hot day. I ended up catching three trout, and I had nowhere to clean them. So I ended up going. To Maybe Subway. I shouldn't tell Subway. This. <laughs> Subway. <laughs> yeah, but well, the health inspector. Well, I took the trout I'll and go, cleaned I'll them. I'll have to go bleep that out. And cleaned them in Subway, and the health inspector literally walked in as I was doing it. Oh, then you're good. So I got demoted oh. from assistant manager <laughs> to just a team member for cleaning trout behind Subway. And I put the trout in the Subway bags and packed them full of ice. And that's what the health inspector seen. Oh, my God. I, I, you don't need to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, like, got, that's actually got, good. Like, he that's, was held accountable. Good. Like, We're good. I mean, he's being resourceful. He's like, yeah. I got nowhere to clean he's it. I got to clean him, like right? Yeah. He's yeah. always been pretty resourceful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got mean, demoted. I took a pay cut. So I did pay for it, but... When I in the military, when I when I when something like that happens, I say, "Good initiative, bad judgment." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. Kind of a, I don't want him to spoil. Oh my god! He got demoted. At least she it. didn't take somebody's pet pig. To At least he didn't get fired place. over it. That's you know? true. Yeah, I mean, out of respect for the well, animal, you did me. the right thing. So, I mean, hey, right, took care of it. Yeah. Ryan's mic's falling over again. No, it just keeps falling. <laughs> and neither one of those stories involved pooping in any way. So that's, exactly. That's true. I had to change it up a little Nicely bit. Done. <laughs> Nicely done. Greg, you probably got another shit story, though, don't you? I, I probably got a couple. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, after you get 50, shit happens, right? Shit happens. It mainly happens it. after Burger King onion rings. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, that'll, that'll get anybody. That'll get yeah. you for sure. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> But well, that's cool. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on. Oh, yeah, it was fun. It. We we'll, had a good time. Yeah. We'll get some more people on here. We'll let you go mingle. All right. You got to do your fish complete thing. So. Thanks a lot for the no problem. Foot, uh, jar openers. They're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. My wife will love them. There you go. <laughs> thanks, for your, Yeah, thanks for having me thanks on. Thanks for your support, guys. That's Appreciate awesome. Ready. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys.
later. And away we go. We are back. That's going to work as a perfect uh, intro line. And away we go, he says. It's like uh, the Heath Ledger one. Nicely done, Bob. Here we go. Nicely done. So we got Joe Roar back with us. He stopped by the Fish and Complete. The only listener. (laughs) What's up, man? Thanks for out with my wing out. There you go. Thanks nice, for stopping nice. by. Kim's Checking like, out hey. fish and plate. Did you guys get some stuff? Yeah. 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 I've never fished with plastic before, so. I, I hardly have. But yeah. I'm never going to this year, but <laughs> it's an art. They got a lot of cool shit here. So uh, it look, I guess it looked pretty, so we bought it. There you go. Sweet. There you go. That's, that's exactly what my wife would do. If it's pink, purple, <laughs> sh- shiny, glittery, she'll buy anything. Uh, I, I fly fish, so it's, it's going to be something new. You fly fish? I love to fly fish. Yeah. You don't fish with a spinning reel or anything like that? Oh, I have, but I'd rather fly fish. Yeah. You'll be the first fly fisherman to fish with a wacky rig. So <laughs> I don't know. I bet you. <laughs> Just airing it out. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see how that wacky flies, though. Smack it. <laughs> see how durable these O-rings lot. are. <laughs> <laughs> got to dry it out before it yeah. hits the water. God. So what did you buy? I have no idea. Oh, perfect. Whatever was yeah, bright and shiny and pretty. It was 20 bucks. That's all I know. Right. Yes. Yeah. Joe's here with his wife, who won't come on. She's waving from afar. She's waving from afar. She's an active listener. Though, yep. so. Yeah. That's and very cool. So, buy the black one because I was racist. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. That's the second time you've made me feel uncomfortable with the black one. <laughs> I don't get feeling uncomfortable very often, man. <laughs> Oh, oh man. my god! I'm gonna start having sweat coming so, down my didn't head. Can you tell us a story about that last time or something? When the hell did you tell me that story? Oh, which which one? I don't know. I think it was at the shoot. You said something about that. Oh, uh, the the racist thing. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, he shot was, a black duck. And yeah. So, oh yeah. He yeah, shot yeah, the black duck, and I texted her, and the first thing she said was racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first interaction that I ever had with Joe. He comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, so I guess my wife and I are gonna have to call you the racist duck hunter now." Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, such a dick. I'm, I'm like, sorry. what? I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, "Well, you shot a black duck, and my wife's black." I'm like, "Fuck, man!" I'm like, "Did I offend somebody?" I'm like, instantly got beat red. And, oh my yeah. god! Well, funny. every time we go out to eat, and someone orders white toast, we get called a racist. So wow. Hey, I. I I respect that. I mean, I, I, again, not saying it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, but I respect it. So that's funny. Yikes, Joey. Got any more stories? You think of any more? Oh, it's funny. Every time I get here, I'm just like blink. Right, and then you think of as you're listening to us, you're like, oh, I got this story. Well, let's yeah. let's rewind. How was uh, how was the shoot for you? That was the last time that we talked to you. Yeah, hey, I. And we shot didn't talk. Five. So your bull prediction was to hit five targets. Shot yeah. five. You my hit little, all five. My little tactical shotgun. There you go. Yeah, with an eighteen-inch barrel, like that's saying something to hit anything with an eighteen-inch barrel. That thing was, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. That was cool. That was cool. That was. I, that was fun. I knew. I knew going there, I wasn't gonna <laughs> shoot anything, but I just. As long as you had fun, right? Oh, I had a blast. That's all that matters. I took the day off so I wouldn't be late. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then we had that. Was that the day of the snowstorm or the ice storm? Uh, it was the day after the, the day ice after. storm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, because if it was, if we had scheduled the day before, like we were going yeah, Wednesday, yeah, that shit would not have been happening. No. Yeah, yeah, because we were all without power when that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were without power too. Yeah, our power didn't come back till like Sunday. Yeah. And then we got snow the week after, and everybody's yep. out of power. And then now it's snowing out there today. <laughs> yeah, sons of bitches. 
Fucking Michigan, right? Right. Pure Michigan. It's like 20-something degrees outside. It's terrible. I know. I just want to go fishing. Goddamn. So you guys got any fishing trips planned this year? Any going any up north anywhere in particular? Um, the trout opener is April 30th. So I Sweet. Tripped, uh, you go up north for that? Yeah, I'm going to go up to the Osable. My mom lives in Lewiston. Oh, okay. So nice. Got Very cool. Secret you guys hang out at the Lewiston Lodge? It's not bad. That place is pretty cool. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, my mom's probably, what, two miles from there? Tally's is Nicer. Tally's, yeah, Aww. yeah. We went to the Lewiston Lodge. We were up there for a golf. Food. We were up there for a golf trip, and um, yeah, we were. I was feeling no pain up there. I had a good time. So, oh, I do have a one. Ooh, okay. it's got not one. terrible, but it's kind of you said. All right. My cousin and I try went, to not tap on the table. Oh, it resonates really loud in, the, in here. My cousin and I went ice fishing on on East Twin Lake. That's where the yep. Lewiston Lodge is. Yep. And we must have drilled thirty holes in the and through the ice. We were both just freaking hammered out of our minds, and all these sleds are flying by us. And my cousin looks at me, he's like, that's why I'm not catching any fish. You gotta start trolling. I was like, dude, let's go home. It wasn't terrible, it was just, it was yeah, stupid. It was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a terrible story, it's just a funny story. Yeah, yeah. Something funny happened. Right, I, felt, I, felt, I felt through the ice tracking the deer up in Lewiston, too. Polar plunge. There you oh, go. Yeah. Nice. Shot yeah. a deer out of my cousin's stand. Waited, waited. Started tracking her, and she's in the middle of a field. That wasn't a field. And I oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I and I fell through the ice. Wow. Oh, that that scared the. Speaking of polar plunge, I think Jimmy should do his polar plunge today. There's oh, a yeah. pond. There's a pond. I've been dying to take And it's my probably shirt off, cold so. as shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Uh, he's got a Logan whole bunch of plunges to do. We're just bought to, a new coat. We're going to have to talk more about that. Fingerbutt said it was snowing out there. Yeah. I think uh, Joe was the first. I think he he bought something within like two minutes of me posting that video. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> hey, about $20 worth of stuff last week and about $20 worth of stuff this week just to see Jimmy. Just to see him do the plunge. Yeah. Well, it is, it is happening. Uh, we'll talk about we that. wish it would have happened already, but we had some yeah. things kind of happen. But uh, it is it is still happening. We will find a way, even if it's not in the winter, we will find a way to, we to found make a, way. a polar plunge. So We found a way. Let's go. Let's do it right now. Test pond. Test pond? Hot chip challenge? No. Oh, dude, that, that... Hot chip challenge, polar plunge. That fucking sucked. Never again. I, gotta, I won't do it again. I got to keep circling back. Never you again. fell through the ice. How deep was it when you fell through the ice? I hit bottom. Oh, That's good. I wasn't, I wasn't far out. But, okay. Yeah. But still, I was... Well, thank God, man. No, that'll do it. I mean, if and you it were was like, It was 6 o'clock, so it's dark. That's scary. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's scary. It's a scary... It's out of me. Yeah, it's Did a scary feeling. No. We went back, and it was gone the next day. But, yeah, it's... And it's funny, every time we go to Gaylord now, I see the lake. I'm like, oh, it's right fucking there. I, w- I went through the ice as a kid, like playing pond hockey on a pond. and, and Didn't really think much of it at the time, but like thinking back, like you can go hypothermic in minutes. You oh, know? that's what scared me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I had like a mile walk back to the truck. and mm. Yeah. So... Oh, I muted the wrong one. So we have a theme going so far. Uh, I heard you talking in the background about a story where you got chased out of the woods in Lewiston. Yeah, big, yeah I'm a Bigfoot believer. You're a believer too? too? Yes, yes, I oh, am. Oh, shit. We're following up Bigfoot with Bigfoot. Yeah. 
Let's like get okay. ready to squatch. Let's, let's hear it. Squatch, watch, baby. Um, squatch, watch. I was hunting in Lewiston. I went in December. I went to take my I went to take my stand down, and all of a sudden I hear this. Like, what the fuck was that? And heard it again. I'm like, it's December. There's no bear. So I had my ex-wife with me, and I threw her the car keys. I'm like, I'll meet you at the car, and it all the way back to the car. I could hear it walking, and I could hear, whoo. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's wow. that's some scary shit. Really, it was just Jimmy behind you. I, I know, out of breath as fuck. After the hot, you're probably not even born yet, so <laughs> probably so, not. I have yeah. a story, but it's not like a, a Bigfoot story. So I was down. I was down at Fort Benning. Fort Benning, Georgia. I was a, uh, a drill sergeant down there, and it was like after work one day, and, and I hunted quite a bit down there on posts. So there's one particular area that I wanted to go hunting in, and I wanted to go. I was just going out to scout it because I was I had the day off the next day, and I wanted to hunt it that morning. So I took a tree stand with me and stuff like that, and I was going to go, you know, kind of scout it out and figure out where I was going to hunt. So I get out there in the woods, and I'm walking, and um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And um, all of a sudden, just got. And I had my bow in my hand because there's a lot of pigs, and I just wanted to have something on me. And uh, this is like early fall, something like that. And I'm out there, and like I, I feel something watching me. Like, I, like you, you know how that, you know that feeling mm-hmm. you get where I'm like, something's weird here. I don't know what it is. And then like as I'm walking, I hear something, and I stop, and I caught like movement out of the corner of my eye. And like I, so I, I couldn't, but I couldn't tell what it was. And it looked like it was, it was large, whatever it was. And there was no deer there. There's no pig there. There's no, there's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what the hell is going on? And um, you know, so I take an arrow out of the quiver and I knock it. And I kind of took a crouch. I'm in uniform. You know what I'm saying? So I'm camouflaged. I took a, I took a knee and I'm like, something's something is hunting me right now. I don't know what the hell this is. And um, normally, like when you go into training areas, you have to you have to call it in. So you have to, you, there was like a telephonic system where you call in and you check into the to the training area, and you can only check into training areas that are open and closed, right? And like they open up training areas if there's no training going on in there. Well, I didn't do that before I went. I just went to this place, got out there, and I'm doing this anyway. Um, so I moved further, and, and I went down like this little ravine, and I'm down by a creek or something like that, and then it happens again. I catch like a quick movement out of the corner of my eye and it's gone. I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I backtrack and I get back out of there. And um, as soon as I got back to my truck, I get on the phone and I call the line to see if this training area is open. And sure enough, it's closed, hmm. meaning somebody's training in there. So I went back and I get on, like I have a, a like I have a database that I can see training areas and who has them and stuff like that. As, as a drill sergeant, you have to be able to lock in training areas. And you can tell what units have it. Mm-hmm. In the 75th Ranger Regiment had that area that day. I 100% be, think that I was being stalked by a human being. Oh, I was being stalked by like a sniper team or something wow. like that. Like Dang. maybe they were training on me or yeah. whatever it was. But I knocked an arrow and I was ready to fight. You know what I'm wow. saying? And like these guys, like it was a very weird situation. I don't tell very many people that. But it was, wow. uh, yeah, 75th Ranger Regiment was in the area that I was out there doing some kind of, uh, you know, do, or doing my scouting workout, and, and I'm, I'm 100% sure that I was being stalked. Wow, could you imagine yeah. if they were, like, hiding in the bushes and they just, like, reached up and just grabbed your leg and just, like, as you're walking? Well, and, and I think that's why, like, I think the guy was rushing on me. I think, uh, like, yeah. he, like, he was a distance from me, and, like, I caught the movement was him 
moving stalking closer to me. Like I've been through some sniper training and things like that. And I've been through stalk training and like it's kind of how you move. Like you have to take advantage of different times to make that movement. And then you have to be still at different hmm. times, obviously. So when he was still and if he's in, if he's gillied up, I'm not going to be able to see him. There's yeah. thick vegetation and stuff yeah. like that. But it was like definitely something there. So it was like, yeah, freak me out. And wow. I was like, I'm ever going back to that training area. And I made it a point every time after that, like, where the hell is a Rangers training? Because I, <laughs> yeah. I ain't going anywhere near that. Those, wow. those fuckers are crazy. That's yeah. pretty awesome, though. I yeah, love yeah. hearing stuff. I love hearing stories like that, man. Yeah. It's awesome. My dad was at Fort Bragg, and it's probably 30, 40 years ago, he went back for some reunion, and they went the wrong way, and they got, what, the Delta Forces there? Yeah, they're compounds there. And um, they got pulled over, and by the time they got back to their hotel room, they were already searching their hotel room. Hmm. Oh, shit. He's like, yeah, those wow. are... <laughs> yeah, they don't mess around with that compound. No. Yeah. It's, it's, I was at Bragg for... I was there for a long time. And, uh, yeah, you can't even really... I mean, there's a range road that goes right in front of it, and... Uh, like there's a lot of stipulations as to moving. Like you can't do any training. Can't like we can't. We couldn't road march out there out by the compound. You have to stay away from the compound. Yeah. You can't fly over it and stuff like that. Like <laughs> wow. it's, it's a large compound too. It's yeah. You know, it amazes me that story that you were telling us in one of the much much earlier episodes. And it was one of my first few episodes that I was like full time a part of this. Is when that dude got shot at the training facility. And like when oh, they were like uh, when they were like crossing at different ranges that they were practicing. Oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. the private that got shot. That was a stupid, yeah. stupid privates episode. Stupid yeah, privates. Yeah. yeah, the private that got caught around in the yeah. in the tricep. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Just amazing how just how quick. You, you have know, any stories about that? Oh yeah, that's that's. Oh, come on, I Cam. Got, I got a few. She's army. Yeah. She's like shut the hell up. We know she's army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's on, she's yeah. on our website still. She is. She is. Yeah. So speaking of aliens, did you listen to that podcast I sent you? Did you send it through Facebook? I think so, yeah. It's the only way I can do it. Um, did you send so it to the Terrible Outdoors? Maybe, or maybe him no, I, sent, I sent it just to him. I, I very rarely get um, on like, my, so about, my social media accounts. It was about the CIA agent coming, telling his stories at... Oh, see, I, got, I just had a brain fart. Area 51, and someone yeah. got attacked by an alien and killed. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, see that's a whole nother, like... I got. I got. As soon as I heard aliens. you guys talk about, it, I was like, "Oh my god, I know he's gonna like this." Yeah. I, I just yeah. showed them I'm, the figure for, for Jesus sure. video. <laughs> oh my god! Wasn't that and then awesome? the one that you sent me of the dude in the back seat. I'm watching. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> that reminds me of your wife so bad. Oh man! <laughs> oh fuck! That was good. That was good. <laughs> Well, cool, Joe. Thanks for coming back on. Thanks for stopping by here. No appreciate problem. Thanks, it. Yeah, I appreciate your guys' cool. support as always, man. Oh, Thank yeah. you. You guys are awesome. That Thank you. Awesome. So, <laughs> third time I've you lost my mic. We suck. All right, we'll see you guys. I'm out. Fuck, I quit. <laughs> All right, guys. Ryan here with Dan. Big announcement time. Big announcement. We are excited. <laughs> yeet yeet. So we can officially say, I think we kind of hinted at it for a while now, that we have officially partnered with Fishing Complete Inc., the home of case plastics, zipper worms, and lunch money tubes. That's right. It's pretty badass, dude. We've been working on this for a couple months now. Um, spend some time with them. We did the fishing show with them. I know a lot of our listeners met them when they were at the show. They've been around for a long time. And I even taught you how to catch some bass out of their test pond whatever bro and i was using their 
pintail, the four-inch pintail in the baby bass color. Yeah, man. That time of year, springtime's coming. Yeah. Yeah, so we partner with them. Um, so they are going to be uh, really our first sponsor of the show. I'm super excited for that. They're a bunch of great people. They're local Michigan, right out of Canton, Michigan. And uh, they got some great products. So um, they've got the pintail worm. That's kind of one of their signatures right now, which is going to be money for the Detroit River walleye run. Definitely. And then um, the Owacky tool. We forgot to say the Owacky tool. They are the original Owacky tool. Tom himself is the original Owacky maker. Yeah, and even so, like, for all you bass fishermen out there, even fishermen in general, you know the wacky technique. You yeah. know how it's done. Check them out. Yep. Don't buy those knockoff ones from Cabela's or Bass Pro or, uh, um, you know, you, I even see them at Walmart. Like Eagle Claw makes one now. Buy the original O-Wacky tool from Fish and Complete Inc. right here in Canton, Michigan. Keep it local. We got a little extra flavor for you, too. So as part of our partnership with them, they have gave us a promo code for their website, very fitting for the name, but it is code TERRIBLE. All capital letters, code TERRIBLE, and you can get 20% off of your entire order online. 20%, Daniel, son. 20%. And all you have to do is go to www.fishingcompleteinc.com. Put in the promo code TERRIBLE. terrible. Cap, all capitals. All capitals. Terrible. And you get 20% off your total order. It excludes RS nets and Miller Tech batteries, but any of the uh, the lures and the other gear on there, you get twenty percent off your total order. So, while I run right around the corner, get stocked up on pintail worms. They got they got a huge selection, um, which is pretty sweet. But yeah, check them out. Super excited to have them part of the team. Absolutely. All right, we're back with uh, Dave Omer. Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? Welcome back. Yeah. Had you on a little bit at the fishing show. Yeah, I don't get up this way. It's a four-hour drive from PA to get here. A so. little, little bit of a hike, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just hope it don't snow too bad on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. But. That turnpike can be tricky in the snow. Yeah, because if something happens, you ain't getting off. Yeah. It, nope. Yeah. Nope. Have a full tank of gas and extra clothes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you have to jump onto the Pennsylvania turnpike, or do you go You go I up have, at Erie, right? I have, yeah, I'm up in Erie. The Pennsylvania turnpike, you almost need to take a second mortgage out. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'll go out of my way. I'll drive down a two-lane highway to get yeah. off of that. Yeah, yeah. sorry. That's funny. Um, we used to go out there every couple of months for my son. We'd go out to Erie. And it cost me probably, at that time, probably 40 50 bucks in tolls just to get there and back. That's, that's ridiculous. We pay taxes. Yeah. What's every, that? Every gallon of gas, you pay tax. That yep. should be good enough. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For I sure. Mean, I mean, are the roads any better out no. there? No, they're not. <laughs> no, not at <laughs> Definitely all. Definitely not. They steal Peter to pay Paul, and then all of a sudden they need to find more money to build. You know, exactly. Build roads. It's like, no, you had the money. Yeah. You spend it on something else. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Jimmy. Let me. Uh, I'll turn you on. Turn that Ryobi on. Hold it down. Now that Jimmy's done messing us up. And <laughs> yeah. Oh hi. Okay, oh, Jimmy. Hi. Jimmy's back after he interrupts us, but sorry about that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that turnpike sucks, but yeah. So um, let's talk a little kayak fishing. That's your that's your game. That's my niche. Yep. That's your niche. So I don't uh, have I'm, enough money for a boat, so. I can afford a kayak. But there's definitely a van. Well, some of those kayaks are pretty expensive. You might as well buy a boat. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you, you just got a new one this year. Got two new ones, yeah. Oh, two new ones, okay. <laughs> yeah, sold the old ones, but yeah. I, I'm in a little different situation working for the kayak company that part of my salary I get a boat every year, so. Nice. Well, and if you ever have any helpful. that you're like trying to get rid of, you know, I'm huge on hand-me-downs. Oh, like there you Ryan go. And Bobble tie, well, so. I, I am going to have one for sale in like October. All right. So, sounds good. Yeah. I bet you still can't afford it, Jimmy. Nope. He said sale. I'm out. That's, so. yeah. <laughs> I'd be kind. The the nice price of free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say free, so I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nothing's I, free. I so can't, I can't afford it if it costs money. So what kind of kayak do you have? A bonafide. Bonafide? Yeah, I've got uh, their, their SS-127s I made work for. So I had, last year we came out with the pedal drive, the P-127. So that was a really good boat, but I only have room in the garage for two kayaks. So yeah. we just came out the river-specific one, the RVR-119. So okay. I sold the pedal drive, and I drive down to North Carolina. First week of April, I'll pick up the new boat. So. Okay. it's pretty cool. Yeah. How, how long is it? Uh, the river boat's 11 nine. Okay. And then the uh, the big boats, you know, twelve seven. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's that's got to be pretty stable that big. Well, you can stand in them. Oh, that's fact, pretty sweet. I've stood yeah. through class one rapids in mm. the the SS, and uh, been through class three. I don't want to do anything more. No, those are not fun. Yeah. So no. class two, no big deal. You get into class three, now you start. Praying before you, yeah. You enter and hope there's no rocks. Now yours, is, I'm assuming yours is a sit on top, right? Most yeah, fish, most yep. fishing ones are sit on top. Yeah, we, we we do have one model that sits in. Some okay. people like that traditional style, but uh, with the sit on tops, the kind of like the tubular design uh, hold a lot more weight. I mean, people are putting these front end trolling motors and stuff, and oh, they're yeah. loading two three hundred pounds of gear on a kayak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, motor yeah. guides uh, yeah. were designed for bass boats, but now they actually sell a, lo- a smaller shaft. Yeah, I saw that. And a ton of people putting them on front of kayaks. Hmm. So, how, how do they mount it on the front of the kayak? You put a plate. Okay. Yeah, and there's holes up there for other accessories. You just okay. It's easy. I've seen the one that's like right in the middle. The trolling motor you can drop it down right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, but there, there's for our brand we don't recommend that because yeah. the kayak wasn't designed for those kind of forces. Right. So it, I've always wondered like. How well that thing steers from being a motor right in the middle of it, like would well, it push the whole? Like how how well would it turn? Our kayak, uh, at least the SS series, is a catamaran. Okay. So even if the motor's a midship, because of the catamaran style of the hull, it tracks pretty well. Now the river boats, you can spin that right where you're at. Uh, there's no way to put a motor in midship of that, but well, you technically could, but it probably wouldn't work right. Yeah. Yeah, without a rudder. Hmm. Okay. I've been thinking about mounting a uh, trolling motor to my uh, my my Pelican sit inside one, so that'll be pretty sweet. You know? Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> just, He'll be making a wake going across the lake. I'm just worried about the uh, drilling the holes into it. Uh, you just got to drill. Dr- drill yeah. the holes in the bottom of it? Yeah. That's the yeah. best way of doing it. Uh, Yak Attack is the company to look into. They sell a lot of the... The different uh, mounting solutions for that kind of stuff. So I was just going to make a chassis with you know, like PVC pipe and just wedge it in there, you know, just yeah. pinch it in. Some tape. Yep. You know, some paracord. Some JB Weld. That was a long way. JB Weld. <laughs> find, find an old erector set somewhere. <laughs> right, <you know>. right. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, we'll be, that's going to be a good year this year for kayak fishing. If it ever warms up, this is a junk boat. Yeah, <laughs> going cruising across the water. He's got like a twenty-five horse effing root on the back of it. So uh, what got you into kayak fishing? Well, it's kind of interesting. Uh, my son, when he was younger, I used to race bicycles competitively across the United States back when I was young. was fortunate enough to have a stint at the Olympic trials in 88, so I was big into that. And My son was young. We were going down to Franklin, Pennsylvania, which is kind of halfway between Erie and Pittsburgh, riding a bike trail. And we were sitting on a, a bench, and there was a group of kayakers that came by. These companies, they send rafts of them down yep. 15, 20 people at a time and they pick them up down river and my son's like that looks like fun so we ended up later that summer buying some kayaks and then two years later we were doing a uh, overnight camping trip with my cousin and he grabs a fishing pole and it sucked for us because we didn't have any fishing gear and we're just like we're going really slow because yeah. he's fishing all those different things so the next time just out of spite he says I'll just take a stupid pole along with me and I'll try to fish and Holy cow, that was fun. Yeah. And it hasn't stopped. Mm. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a little bit of an art to it. I've I've done it as well. Like it's just easy to take a kayak anywhere you go. Yeah. You can throw in the back of the truck or wherever mm-hmm. you're gonna do. Yeah. And like I'll get somewhere and I'll get out there and it's awesome because I can access and it is you can fish things a lot slower than you normally would on your big boat. But there is very much an art to like where you store stuff. You have to kind of prepare that ahead of time so that like you're not trying to move too much and be mm-hmm. too yeah. you know tippy and stuff like that. I have a mine's a sit in, but I don't really I use it like a sit on top. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. ever put my feet really down inside of it. And like I'll kind of hang my legs out. And mine's a like a field and stream or something, mm-hmm. kind of a cheap kayak. But yeah. and but I've I've caught fish doing it. Like it's just a it's an easy way to get out there and, and get the thing. Out I fish. think we talked about this last time. Like you can get into lakes that people can't normally get into, or just yeah channels or rivers or just small creeks where mm-hmm. fish are at, and that a normal boat you can't get into. You know? Well, there's different times of the year, especially you know, we all know fish associated with structure and whatnot and some there's great places of fish that just got boulders and all kinds of stuff along shore uh-huh. and if you got fiberglass and you got a big boat haul and everything like that you, you can't get in there because you can put a hole in your investment yeah so exactly. with the kayaks you can yeah get into a lot of places that a boat can't yeah very cool and quiet yeah yeah so you you had mentioned uh last time we had talked about you go out on to erie yeah. On the east side, in the real deep water in your boat, a couple miles out. Yeah. There we yeah, go, Mike. There's Mike, the Sasquatch lives. Uh, on Lake Erie, you got, you got to be careful there because you can die. Yeah. Uh, the wind just changing a little bit. Then, because it's such a shallow lake, especially in the summer, when you got the sun just beating down, you're going to have air rising off of both water and land. But nine times out of ten, it's going to be rising off of land quicker than it is the water. And it's, so you get these changes in wind, and it doesn't take much to get the waves going. Yeah. So if you're out, because I was out last year doing walleye, 60 feet of water, and I was probably between six and seven miles out Jesus. in Lake Erie. Yeah, because you can't walk on water with a kayak. But, so the wind might change a little bit. I'm coming back in. Yeah. Now, I would never paddle out that far. I got a, it's a brand called Torquedo on the back so I've got a motor uh-huh. and uh, I've got plenty of battery to get out there and back if I don't just slam it five six mile an hour so three mile an hour gets me out there quick enough it's a, yeah. it's it's not a productive use of time yeah but the fish aren't shallow 
Right. So if they're out 60 feet of water, yeah, you gotta go you, find you them. You gotta go there. Yep. You could so, troll out. You could. I jig though. Okay. They've got stuff here, fishing complete. It's pretty awesome for that. Nice. And I was catching lemon out there all the time. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> then you fill the freezer and the wife's happy. She doesn't mind you being gone all day because <laughs> there you, go. you brought fish home. <laughs> so that works. <laughs> I get that a lot. On. I get yeah. that a lot. Like, yeah. you went out in all day and caught zero muskies. Yeah. What do you do? And Why you brought you no food home for your yeah. family. <laughs> you suck. You are terrible. What's that, the point of it? Yeah. That gets old. We wonder what the point of it is. Why we're musky fishing. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't argue it. I can't no, be like you're wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. You're certainly not wrong. But the complaint I get is all the bones in the fish. I got to learn how to not bones. Yeah, you know, like with trout and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta cut them up a little bit better, man. I, I, YouTube, I YouTube's full yeah. of videos. Something, something terrible is going on in my house when it comes to uh, me cutting up the fish. I've just yeah. learned to just cook them whole because. Cook them whole. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have bones anyways. You might as well eat all of them. Cutting them's not going very good. Oh, so. oh, honey, don't eat that. That's an eyeball. Yeah. You, you are definitely not getting rid of the bones if you cook them whole. No. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Just there deep, will be bones. Just deep fry them until all the bones cook out, right? <laughs> and just char. The wolves will cook up. Yeah. yeah that's just fish No, they don't. Jesus. Just <laughs> dehydrate them, man. Throw them in a dehydrator for like a couple days. But you want to eat leather? Can't, can't tell the difference. He, he likes his leather. stuff well done, too. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I don't. Okay. It's a debate he, between hey, the two of does. us. All right. I, I eat my stuff well done. He eats it rare. He was there at Red Robin when he seen you. Uh, oh, no, because you got medium rare. Or you got a medium. I got medium well. Yeah, that's, that's how I order. I order a burger medium well. Anything else is well done. Yeah. That's just how I grew up. I have wow. a very firm policy, and I've, I've said this before on the podcast. You know, you've got blue rare, rare, medium rare, and everything else is wrong. <laughs> so... I was at the Olympic Training Center once. We had a coach out there from Poland. He's tried to talk all the cyclists out there to eat raw meat. Those are best, best vitamins. It's like, no, you cook it first. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not eating it raw. I had, a, I had a buddy that used to eat raw hamburger. That was like a, a thing that he did. And, yeah. And like, it, but the, I mean, the guy was... What do they call that? We looked it up, raw hamburger. It's called tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's called trichinosis or something, but it's like, yeah, I mean, he used to, that's what he would eat. He was like, the guy was super cut up and jacked up and stuff like that. And he was just, I had a different idea of nutrition than I do. Yeah. Like, I'm going to cook it 100%. I don't eat raw anything. No, not no. even oysters. I don't eat raw salad. No. Huh? <laughs> I cook my salad. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't buy, like, I, I grew up on... Like just shit being overcooked. Like my mom always overcooks shit. Wow. She still does, but I mean, I, I just grew up eating our, it. Our, I think it's because our dad is that way. Like he doesn't like to eat stuff super. Oh bad. yeah, he wants it well done. He wants to know he's not going to get sick from it. Or my anything, dad so. is the same way, dude. Chicken sucked as a kid. I, well, see, I, I, see, think, I don't mind. Like it's like leather. You got to do is terrible. Now that's I, the I saw is, a meme online where like, what do you? How do you argue with somebody that orders shit well done and? Like the response back is you don't because they're still chewing that shit. <laughs> now, word association drill here from your childhood. If I say goulash, oh, what do you say? Love goulash. I say grandma. Every, oh, yeah, grandma. grandma. I say grandma. Our yeah. grandma used to make some badass goulash. I just say oh, yeah. Friday because that Friday. was every Friday when I grew up. Yeah. So, she would right. they, she would make goulash every time they, she came to town because she lived uh, in Arizona. Every time she came to town, she made her home homemade goulash. So. But the, the next day. 
she would take it and fry it in a pan, like throw it in a pan and kind of fry it. So kind of like cash brown stuff. Yeah, kind, kind of. of yeah, yeah. Fried like get a goulash. crunchy on one side. Oh, man. Man. Fried goulash the next day. Like, little honestly, cheddar, fried little goulash. cheddar cheese. So fried yeah. goulash, is, in my eyes, is yeah. better than <clears throat> regular goulash. It's yeah. So night I actually, day. I actually lived I'm with her. You, I haven't had goulash yeah, you lived down in Arizona with her. I lived with her when I was in kindergarten, and every morning it was scrambled eggs with cheese. <laughs> but my favorite thing that she ever cooked, she made this, uh, it was the, after Thanksgiving and stuff, she made this killer turkey soup. I don't know if you guys have huh. ever had it, the turkey sure noodle soup. My God, it was so good. I'm sure I've. My, I'm, sure I'm sure we did at some point in our lives. But. And like, so she always made me chicken noodle soup. And what's cool is, so the last time I ever talked to her, you know, right before she passed away, I, I seen her at Uncle Larry's. Her last words to me were, come on back, kid, and I'll make you that chicken noodle soup you like so much. Yeah. Those are my last words from Grandma. That'd be a tearjerker so, there. So, there you go. A good lady. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, very cool. Um, this is fun. I'm glad we uh, we came down for this. It was a fun event. Yeah, I'm you've glad been, it drove up. You've been with the Fishing Complete team for a while now, right? Yeah. I, 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 I went away for a little bit. Yeah, had a, another that. well, had another opportunity come up. I went to with, but uh, you know, it was a big company. Yeah. You know, I can say the word Z Man. So I was with Z Man Bates for a while. Good company, and all. But anytime I'd go to a show and I'd run into these guys again, I said, they're just the nicest people you can find. So I, I, it was probably close to two years ago now. I, I talked to Greg and I just said, "You guys, you guys are like family should be like," and. If there's a way I could come back, let me come back because I've been around. I've been blessed to have a relationship with lots of different companies out there in the fishing industry, and it's not often you meet people like this. Yeah, I don't care who it is in this organization; uh, they're just good people. No, mm-hmm. and uh, they make good bait, you know, too. So that helps. But well, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's about people for me. Yeah. So when, when we were, uh, you know talking back and forth with about you know them sponsoring us and just kind of partnering up like it really wasn't about the baits like yeah they do have some killer baits mm-hmm. but it's about the people you know the the culture of of the company and i mean that's that's what we were all about that's what we were looking for like yeah i mean yeah we're i know the baits are going to work they make some awesome baits but that's what that's what we were looking at well to me i mean it's probably why i don't do tournaments anymore just from the standpoint that you're going to be disappointed with people anytime there's a competition going on but uh you know to me this whole industry is it's about people it's about relationships and if i have a choice between anything and family anything loses family wins yeah so that's why i have no problem driving the eight hour round trip up here today just because but they're good people. And then yeah. I get to meet you guys. And you this go. has been nice. I mean, <laughs> yeah. bumped into you at that uh, trade show there this past winter. Yeah. That was a good yeah, time. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Good time. I'm looking forward to the future and seeing uh, who else we meet and other relationships we build on. So it should Definitely. be fun. But, yeah. Well, thanks, Dave. I appreciate yep. it. Yeah. You guys, uh, much success in all you do. Yeah. Sounds good. Peace. Good luck this year. Yeah. yeah thank you. You too. All right. We got the man, the myth, the legend. Mike Borovic. What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah we talked a little bit at the fishing show, but it was loud as hell, and we, we couldn't did. really uh, yes, get much did. conversation in, so glad we can take a minute to sit down with you. Well, I mean, like, when I met you at the fishing show, I uh, I just hooked up with Put that CI mic down like a little so. bit for him, Jimmy. Yeah. 
There you go. I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. <laughs> when you met us at the fishing show, you realized we were a bunch I met of you assholes. At the show. <laughs> I was surrounded by assholes, and I'm surrounded by assholes now. Exactly. And I'm probably going to be surrounded by assholes tomorrow. You know, it's the world we live in, I think, nowadays. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. So how you guys been? Good, man. Having fun with us. Yeah. We're glad to be part of the Fishing Complete team now, and um, I, I'm excited. Did you guys have fun up on the sturgeon? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So, uh, my, it's my wife's gig here. My wife's sitting with us. She's not on mic, but, um, yeah, she didn't miss one this year. So I'll give her that. That's good. That's good. That's good. About five years ago or so she missed one. So I, I don't let her live that down, but. So where were you guys? Inland Lake? Yeah. Black Lake. Black Lake. Yeah. Up yep. in, uh, Northeast part of the lower peninsula. So how does that work? Is it a sturgeon tag? Are you allowed multiple sturgeons? So the quota Limits? for every year is different, but the quota for this year was only six total fish for the entire lake. Oh, wow. So as soon as one you harvest one, there's like, what, 70 or 80 conservation officers all around the lake on sleds and four-wheelers and stuff. So as soon as you bring a sturgeon out, like, because these, these fish are so big, like you need to get it out of your shanty. As soon as you bring it out, there's a CO that's on you, and they're reporting it back to their headquarters. So as soon as six go off, they start lighting cannons off around the lake, and then all the COs go knocking on every tent to say, season's over, season's over. Wow, that's kind of cool. And anybody who registers for sturgeon, you have to have an orange flag hanging from your shanty so they know that you're fishing for mm-hmm. sturgeon. So That's interesting. It's pretty crazy, yeah. yeah it's was, quite I, the event to see. Um, but they've got it, they come around from all over the state. You'll see all these trailers just lining them down the road of all just COs bringing sleds up from downstate or in the right. upper peninsula just to man this event to make sure they don't go over that quota hmm. so the quota was six but i think it's usually like eight so there's a buffer in there so mm-hmm. if you do go over it's okay but yeah in case yeah. Two, but this year last couple of years they've hit six right on the mark so huh. yeah interesting how they do that there's like there's an actual like big festival that revolves around this yeah. whole day of fishing yeah. and it's called the chivalry and it's just a they have like a, a yeah. beer tent out on the ice yeah. and like yeah. you know it's the sturgeon capital of michigan yeah. so it's like a big thing well yeah. that's pretty cool. they have a sturgeon queen i'm pro- i'm sure they, oh, sir, well <laughs> queen queen or king whoever catches the biggest sturgeon is the sturgeon king or queen for the year it's like what, what is that town and i think it's called omer where they have the sucker queen. the sucker festival yeah, yeah, yeah omer they, the yeah. Su- they do a parade and the sucker queen comes by and the sucker queen elbow elbow wrist wrist what is black lake's uh average size sturgeon Usually there's one that's about 60 inches or so, 100 pounds, oh, that's, that's caught. Good. This year they were all pretty small, mm-hmm. but every year usually they're anywhere from 40 to 60 inches. Mm, so pretty good size. Yeah. Pretty good size. Yeah, the state record's like 193 pounds, but the biggest we've seen, I think it was like right at 100 pounds. Big fish. That is big a big fish. fish. I think that's – didn't you hold that one? I kissed it. Oh, yeah, she kissed it. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. She's a cool-looking fish, and I like the way they feel, that sandpaper, yeah. 220 grit. She's she's, she's the type of person where if somebody else catches a nice fish, she wants to hold it and get a picture with it. <laughs> a, I'm not. No comment. <laughs> oh, you, you can comment on it. It's fine. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. 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 Well, we uh, the one year, a guy had speared a muskie, which you're allowed to spear muskie on that lake. But we got back to the boat launch, and he had this, like, 50-plus-inch muskie on the back of his tailgate. And we're looking at it, and like, oh, my God. And she's like, can I hold it? They pulled out, and she's holding this monster muskie. And people are thinking, like, holy shit, she got that? Yeah, no, no. She just grabbed off the dude's tailgate. Cool. Gives her a little bit of fame for a little bit. Yeah. Makes her feel special. (laughs) Instagram. Yeah. I even display it on there. It's not my fish. Yeah. (laughs) So before we get too deep into Mike, let's uh, let's do our celebratory snort. 
And I think Mike should send it. You sent it earlier, so yeah, and it was a good one. It was. It was pretty solid. So uh, you can uh, send off our snort and take the first hit off the bottle. Okay, here we go, guys. You ready? Snort. See, he he's got it. <laughs> it lingers, nice and long. Yeah, some good oomph. And see, you can take snorts of that all day long and still make it back to the Did dock. I say that is some good shit. Yeah. Oh, my ass. Bring that bottle back around. <laughs> Snort. Just keep it going. Just keep snorting. Yeah, just keep it going. Keep snorting. This podcast is going to be yeah. great. One hour from now. Yeah, I'm good. Calm down. Fifth. I'm not going to squeeze it this time. We're going to have a snort a snortathon. Why are you sucking on that like Seriously? it's a tea? Are you really going to cap it? Don't cap it. What is he doing, man? Throw the cap it around we only again. do one. What the fuck? Throw, throw that one, right. Mike Borovitz hey, here. All right, do it I again. I didn't hear you guys snort. Throw do it, it again. Well, I'll, you, you only got to yell it once. Really? Yeah, go ahead and go for it again. Snort! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A little voice crack. That, one was, there. that was, was a little bit wounded. Yeah, that was a wounded snort. <laughs> <laughs> wounded <laughs> snort. <laughs> a wounded Bigfoot. Wounded Bigfoot. Okay. Dude, when no, he was man. talking about his Bigfoot call earlier. I wanted to hear it so I, bad. Me too. Yeah. That's a Greg, though. I had to improvise with the snort. <laughs> Whew. Oh, yeah. Are we sending it around again, or what do you think? We'll send it around a minute. <laughs> Let's get some conversation going. <laughs> There's nothing better than that after you just caught a nice fish and you take a little rip off the boat. It's just so. this. So yeah. do you guys do any talking or just drinking? No, we just drink. Mostly just, just drinking. It. Yeah. I'm in the right group. So uh, <laughs> a little bit of talking that happens because of drinking. So, uh, <laughs> so Mike, let our listeners know uh, who you are. I am Mike Borovic. I was told I was conceived in the cornfield. I was born on the banks of the Detroit River. Um, I was born with an extra digit, but I had it removed, and it you know broke my heart, and I was unable to join the circus, the touring circus act. So here I am. I'm with you guys. <laughs> that's that's the story, huh? <laughs> like, that's yeah. how we got here. <laughs> you want one? Cheers. Yeah. yeah. We got some. They're More fucking. Alcohol. They're probably warm. We, we got we're, we got a, a stash down here. They're actually maintaining. Not too bad. They're still. Anybody else? Bob, Bob, you want a beer? I do one. I do one. Linda, you want a beer? I, I do. I do one. Okay. okay. We're gonna pass on some beers real quick. Bartender Denise over here. So you're conceived in a cornfield. You're told. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. So you've got a YouTube channel. There's Pretty a, popular. Eh, I don't know if it's popular. I mean, we got a YouTube channel. For us, it's popular. You got some funny shit on there. My granddaughter's got a YouTube channel, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's four. We and all got a YouTube channel. She's probably got more followers than you. <laughs> yeah, so when when did you start the, the channel? I started the channel after, oof, okay, this is going public. Yeah, yeah. I started the channel after uh, I was doing some work for Spydro Underwater Cameras, and they had asked me to do an instructional video, and it was about a twenty-minute video, and I it was posted up there, and I watched people watching it. The views were going up, and I knew nothing about how monetization worked. So when it went, when I seen that it was like nineteen thousand views, I questioned it, and I said, "What am I doing? I'm gonna start my own channel." Yep. So I have. There you go. Yeah. So it's called Friday Fitches? Or? Yeah, it's Friday Fitches, but and that that had brewed from just going into work, people shouting out, it's Friday, and then it's turned into, there's Mike, it's Fitchin', and now it's Fitches. Friday Fitches. Friday yeah. Fitches. So what kind of content do you have on there? 
Just fishing, pretty much. Just fishing? Okay. Yeah. I've realized I didn't want to do it as a monetization thing. Yeah. It just spread the word, yeah. teach people, have fun, be yeah. within the fishing community itself. Yeah. 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 So is your, is your channel more based around, like, instructional stuff, or is it just out there having fun? A little bit of both, having fun, but definitely okay. instructional. That's that's the basis of it. Is there one particular species that you focus on? Is it walleye? I see a lot of walleye stuff yes. on, online, so is walleye, like, your main your main thing? Anything but bass. That's how I roll too. No. Okay. <laughs> I love my walleye, I love my panfish, and I love my saltwater fishing. But no, I never turned on to bass because I was introduced to walleye and you catch fish and you catch fish that you're gonna eat, you keep yeah. you know, yeah. forty years ago we kept everything. We don't yeah, catch and release now, so Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Ever done any musky fishing? Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. We live on the lake to do it. Like yeah, you do. Oh yeah. You do. Yeah, so you guys sure. live right on the lake, or are you just you're close? Three, three minutes away. No. Oh, yep. Boat's ready to go. You want to go? Let's go. I'm ready. We're always down to, to musky fish. So, yeah. Speaking we, of. Yeah, speaking of musky fish. Holy shit. What do you got there? Oh, what is yeah, that? You got, you got a bulldog Look there. at that baby. Take the hooks off and have when a good time. When he started walking up this way, <laughs> you should have seen me light up as he started walking up this way. Don't say that too loud. My wife's just over there. <laughs> What, what size batteries does that take? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or is that the manual version? <laughs> Tom, Tom's going to turn right around and get the hell with out that of here. Tail. <laughs> that thing is something. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> and that's, that's how you get Tom like to leave my electric room. toothbrush. <laughs> Why is it pulsating? <laughs> and that's how our podcasts go. Oh, now he's oh. got the lights. It lights up. Check it out. <laughs> Why is he wiggling it like that? I didn't realize Hitachi made fishing lures. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, how long have you been kind of working with these guys? Oh, I would say maybe four or five years. Okay. So yeah, more just, recently. Yeah. Okay. Recently, yeah. Pre, uh, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, <laughs> for sure. Pre-COVID. How did you guys survive uh, COVID over on that side of the, the... It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. We were actually out on the boat, me and the wife, and the cops pulled up to us and they told us, get out, get out, get out. What do you mean, get out? They're closing the ramps. The city's closing the ramps down. I'm like, well, what's that purpose of closing the ramps? I'm fishing. Makes no sense right. to me. Yeah. Well, little do they know we didn't have to leave because we have a private launch. We hooked oh, up with the okay. guy who let us out there. So, but I will admit, though, that whole month when there were no boats on the river, it was nice to be on the river. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yep. See, at yeah. a certain point, we had a complete lockdown where you couldn't even go out fishing. Yeah. Whether the ramps were in or not, it didn't matter. Yeah. You couldn't. They didn't want you having to go to the the gas station to yeah. fill up your boat. Like yeah. there, there was if they if you were out fishing, they were gonna. Ticket you and I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. They were. We Take couldn't cross over to the west side of the of the <laughs> yeah. river, and you guys couldn't come over to our side. Yep. It's like, yep. We've got a cottage uh, up in north of Port Huron, and uh, yeah, we couldn't go over there for three years or so, and that's what it sucked. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it did suck. Yeah, we don't really talk about COVID on this. That's like the most we've talked about COVID on this podcast. That was like our number one rule. But who asked yeah, the question? It. it was me. I know. <laughs> I know it's just interesting to hear the Canadian side of it, like because you guys were locked down probably worse, worse and longer than we were, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, yeah, always yeah. a little bit more restrictions. I love that. Well, being half American, I, I miss coming right. over here too. I miss Bob Evans sausage. <laughs> I could not get it over there for yeah. the life of me, you know. Send it over in so, uh, even better made potato chips. ship bottles. <laughs> conceived in a conceived Sub, in a cornfield. submarine. 
You said conceived in a cornfield, born on the Detroit River. Which side of the Detroit River? Well, my mom is American. My dad is Canadian. So my mom was conceived in a boat. She came over to the Canadian side and met dad at a soccer game. Yugoslavian. There you go. Ah, so, nice. Fogelar. Mm. Yeah, okay. that a lot of drinking. <laughs> a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah. All right, so the premise of the show is uh, terrible stories, right? Or terrible outdoorsmen, things go wrong on the water. So you, I've heard that you've got a lot of these stories. Oh, yeah. So what do you I got? wasn't prepared, so um, I know you guys like your poo. You guys talk about poo a lot. <laughs> no, you know, just... <laughs> Between, yeah, my wife and the Fish and Complete team seem to always want to talk about shit. Poop or Bigfoot? <laughs> They're terrible stories. What? It's funny. Bigfoot's big today, too. So yeah, if you got a Bigfoot true. story, we'd like to hear that <laughs> yeah, as well. It's a conspiracy a story. We can get into that. <laughs> Bob's conspiracies. He's baby Bigfoot. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd say Maybe a funny story, if not a terrible story. It was on I-75. It was traffic. It was about eight mile. I had to shit really bad. And I couldn't hold it in, and it came out. So I pulled over, and I'm, we're in traffic. I still kept my, my spot, yep. you know, went out there, ripped the underwear off, wiped up as much as I could, got back in the truck, and drove across the border. I love it. That's one Border Patrol story. agent true that's story. not stopping you. True story. I was like, honey, honey, put the towel underneath. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good Lord. That's the thing, like that neck of the woods, like you don't want to pull off the highway. No. That's a rough neighborhood. No. I saw all the wood and all the concrete blocks and all that. I was worried about getting a flat tire more than anything. I don't think anybody would be bugging him, though, to be honest, if he's doing that. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That's true. I think he gets a pass. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty pretty normal. You know what I'm saying? Holding on to the hip ball. I think he would have gotten a pass there. Oh, my Uh, God. That's funny. Yeah. I don't think any of the the hood rats would be coming after him. Uh, They see him shitting on the side of the road. (laughs) Oh, you never know. He might have been shitting out cocaine. He what? He could have been shitting out cocaine before he went shitting out the cocaine. <laughs> he just true. shits out a balloon. Yeah, you're shitting yeah, yeah, yeah. shit out that balloon. Yeah, you gotta get them balloons after you cross the border. <laughs> it's like a dog blowing a bubble gum out of its butt, but he's filling up a balloon. God. Oh man. Sorry for that. Am I gonna be able to air this? Fuck. <laughs> he's definitely getting searched on the way back. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. I'll wait to post this till you get back across the border. Yeah, you better. It's fucking hot. That stuff is hitting me, man. Green apple. Could you imagine? Shit. Green apple pucker. They go to search him, and there's just, he's one, he's got missing underwear, and there's just shit all over his pants. They're going to be like, what is going I'm on not here? not wearing any underwear right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. Search is over. It's wait, pretty- you you wear underwear? Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not a free baller. <laughs> got to have balls to be free. Oh. oh. True. Snap. Oh, shithead? My dad? Yeah, my dad. We nicknamed dad. I think I told you this story about dad. Uh, Dad's called shithead, right? So we're going walleye fishing. This is going many, many years back. I'm young. Oh, shit. Three, four. You know where the dumping grounds are in St. Clair? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're at the corner. We're at the south. I would say the southwest corner of the dumping grounds. We get there. We're set up for the evening. Fishing walleyes. Stationary. Dad's got to go. We're just telling him, you're not going in the bucket. There's a couple fish in the bucket. No, he's like, no, just let me go in the bucket. Just put the fish over here. No, no. He hangs his ass over the gunnel, and he shits. No big deal. No oh, I, I, I remember this story. <laughs> so as he's finishing up, he puts his rain jacket oh, okay. back on, oh, 
and he shit right in his hood of his rain jacket. Oh man! Oh yeah! This is the one we heard at the fishing show. I remember now. So he put that hood back up there, and we just—I mean, for years we just laugh. Yeah. So we call him Shithead. That's a good good uh, name there, Shithead. Yeah. Pretty ballsy. I I was wondering where Shithead came from because I was like, I may have. Called you, my dad that, but never do his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can get away with this one. He, he earned <laughs> that one, yeah. Oh, man. So, Mike, what's your personal best out there? My personal best what? Bass? Well, let's say, well, <laughs> yeah, your personal best bass. <laughs> Still looking no, for it. No, your personal best, uh, I guess we'll, we'll say walleye because you fish walleye more than anything. I'd say about 13 pounds. Don't know for sure because I don't measure them up, but. Yeah, right, 13 Got pounds. the pictures to prove it. Probably early springtime. Yeah, early springtime. I know I was wearing a down coat, so on Saint Clair, Detroit River. Okay, yeah, yeah. on the Canadian side, because the Canadian side's got a lot, um, a lot more structure, and it's got better spawning areas and uh, reefs, and it's got the the flats. That's what I always hear. So for years we fished like the Trenton Channel side. Never bought our Canadian license, and then last year we did. Went down there 